0: to retuno and i'm with my good friend scott phipps we're both film podcasters and huge fans of this film jaws and this is our unofficial audio commentary for the film now this is audio only but you'll be able to hear the film in the background but if you'd like to follow along we're using the standard blu-ray two hours four minutes version of it and if you'd like to follow it on your screens you should see the universal logo now So, Scott, I think this is a film that's burned into our consciousness, right? Certainly (laughs) mine, (laughs) mate.
1: It's one of those I've lost count. I really could not tell you how many times um, I've seen it. I was of the age that I could have just seen it at the cinema. I think I was six when it came out, but didn't. Yeah. Um, And I was one of that massive ITV audience that saw it on the, the network premiere in the early 80s.
0: Wow, yeah. It actually, came out two months before I was born, which is even more of a kinship. And uh, just little trivia think. about my uh, about my parents: yeah. uh, they went to see a lot of classic films in the day, and they they went to see this film. But unfortunately, they were twenty minutes late, so they missed. Oh, they missed the great opening. They missed the iconic scene. So here we have <laughs> got the music. Here, I think iconic isn't even the word, really, is it? Um, Not for this. I mean, John Williams and Spielberg just go together hand in
1: hand, don't they? They always have done.
0: Hard to it's hard to imagine this film without this music. I, I'm sure yeah. people have done. Things where they've added other music, but uh, sort of coming in here to the beach scene. Um,
1: Mainly should, cast of locals,
0: wasn't it, I think, for absolutely, this? Absolutely, yeah, and it works so well because it's authentic, the couple having a good time. I did, uh, as a guitarist, almost obligatory, I did learn that guitar that he's playing there. <laughs> I couldn't help it, you know. Well, um, the, the completest in you, is that Absolutely, is? yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, there we go, reference to Peter Benchley. The novel The, the novel was massive mm. at the time, as I said to you off-air, well, mate. You know, I remember that just being in everybody's house, mm. that novel. Um, and we just laughed about it earlier, didn't we, saying it is actually just a piece of pulp trash at the end of the day, really. It's not particularly
0: yeah. a good novel, I'd, I'd sort of say now, with fresh yeah. eyes. And the choices they made, changing the story, just... Works perfectly. We're going yeah. to try not to gush too much, <laughs> there? but uh, it's hard not to. Like I say, it's a, such a personal thing. I'm watching the Blu ray for the first time in my life, and this is a wholly really? different experience.
1: So you've seen on it on your... a smaller screen,
0: not HD? Absolutely, yeah. I'm watching it on your wonderful TV here. Well, well, you perhaps, see the perhaps you and might and not around. speak too much at all, then, mate. It might be up to me to
1: <laughs> carry on with it. <laughs>
0: Is this scene pretty much the same in the book? I guess we see more of the shark in the book, or not see, but, you know.
1: It starts off with the shark in the book, doesn't it? It says oh, yeah. the white fish swimming through the water. and mm. I'm sure it is.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the book, I'll be honest, but I like that opening bit because it makes the point... <laughs> because uh, I think we'll come on to the sequels later but in Jaws 4 there's a ridiculous idea that the Sharks actually got a vendetta oh yeah against, against the whole family the yeah. actually travels from USA all the way to the <laughs> Caribbean to uh, to kill Alan Brody and uh, Michael Kane, yeah, by the way could happen the less said about that the better but, yeah um, did they film this at night do we know I'm thinking this is
1: Twilight isn't it it's the yeah that magic hour or whatever they call it at dusk yeah um as as we go through the film, we're going to be mentioning a lot of this was more luck than anything, as well. Some of these scenes Absolutely. because it was all filmed while they're waiting for the shark to be,
0: you know, working. Yeah, Spielberg has said many times the fact the shark didn't work added a hundred million to the revenue for the film. You know, <laughs> uh, we've got Susan Bacalini here as Christine Watkins, and Jaws aficionados will know the story of this where she gets. They had something like ropes attached to her, and they were pulling her... Backwards and forwards, weren't they? Absolutely. So you get... I mean, she's obviously still acting, but you get a fairly genuine reaction. He nearly sort of broke away. Didn't he break a rib or something? he
1: done think, some damage, didn't he? I
0: think that might be a myth. I don't no, know. No, I right. think it's a bit contentious, possibly. But uh, here we go. So... As I said, the whole thing about not seeing the shark... And um
1: it just adds to it it
0: really does add to it yeah and that music I guess it became a cliche didn't it about going in the ocean but I tell you I'd (laughs) I'd be terrified going in the ocean in the dark even now yeah this
1: is the thing it it just Mm. you know one of the taglines wasn't it you know about being afraid to go in the water yeah yeah
0: What do you call that tower thing in the background?
1: That's a boy, isn't it? Oh boy,
0: right, yeah. yeah. That adds to it as well. Just the sound of that So mm. to that sort of seaside thing. Yeah, I can can imagine having a fairly massive reaction to that because I think in the old days people used to react much more in the cinema. than I haven't been to cinema, I don't go much anymore. But
1: um, yeah, I mean, this is probably a story for another time. But I will mm. tell you about the time I saw Jurassic Park in the cinema. Mm. Uh, it was just incredible. So, similar sort of reaction to people, you know, seeing this for the first time.
0: I'd mm. have guessed. I don't know if it's something to do with our society, but maybe people are more reserved. But I can't imagine people applauding in the cinema and stuff anymore. <laughs> so we got Lorraine Gary as Ellen Brody. Um, I think they had an extension of this scene where you get a bit more of a sort of family drama. I think that was the theme, really. Yeah, the deleted scenes tend to to have more drama in them. which it gives more of really the background,
1: mean, doesn't it, I think, of why they left New York and came to Amity Exactly.
0: Now, Scott, I don't know if you've heard of this, but there's a, a theory, not that Brody's the same person, but he could almost be his character from French Connection transplanted to Amity. Really? That makes... Well, yeah, if they've move, moved on, yeah. I mean, not that that was the intention, but it, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because he... He's playing someone quite different here. I mean, I think Roy Scheider's fantastic. I mean, he was was Clute, he was in French Connection, Marathon Man.
1: That's it, Marathon Man, another of our favourite movies, man. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think the thing with this film, it it, it moves quickly. It doesn't labour anything, really.
1: Spielberg's not afraid in scenes like this to have too lots of dialogue going on as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't know where to focus your, your ear. Your ear at this particular point, but mm. you just—it it makes it more realistic because that's what a family household is like. There's always something going on in the background.
0: Mm. Hustle and bustle, yeah. And you can see there the sea. So the, the sea is kind of ever present. It's you know. an island. It's an <laughs> island. Yeah. It's only an island if you look at it from the water, though. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, brilliantly done. Verda Fields, of course, won an Oscar. but Yes. I think, um, is it Thelma Schoenmaker, Scorsese's editor, yeah. says that directors are often very, very involved in the editing. And when she won an Oscar for Raging Bull, I guess it was, she said, I really owe this a lot of this to, to Scorsese. There you go, yeah. Yeah. So a nice sleepy town. So he's moved. We know that Brody's moved from New York. He references it later, you know, with problems in New York. That's it,
1: yeah, yeah. As I say, there may have been some more in those deleted scenes or hmm. original script or whatever. Hmm.
0: Fourth of July. Again, the deleted scene was longer here, wasn't
1: it? I think there's an alternate take of this scene. Yeah.
0: But that young fellow, I think, is a local as well. Yes. A, I think yeah. the deleted scene had him... Sort of doing a bit more acting, which mm. didn't necessarily work. Like nothing against him, but <laughs> you know, you get the realism, like you said, that almost like a non acting. Yeah. But uh, actually, I think he was a local actor. I watched that. Uh, we should quickly plug that wonderful film filmumentary by Jamie. Oh, Janney. superb, superb! Oh, you it. can find
1: a copy of it. We found it on Vimeo. Yeah. Um, and it is two two hours plus. Um, we'll talk about documentaries towards the end if we get some time, but sure. that is exceptional. Piece of, um, well, it's a bit of fan-made documentary as well, isn't it? Which is, Mm. you know, remarkable.
0: It's a little bit like what we're doing now, but it's got the video element as well. Yeah. Um, Now, what's your opinion? Does that look realistic? I mean, obviously, I think arranging the crabs around it was a fantastic idea.
1: I mean, can you imagine me? I was, I don't know, 10 years old when I first saw this. Mm. And to me, it's a horror film. It was a horror film at that point.
0: Well, if I can be, get a bit nostalgic in the days before video recorders, mm. I, we used to get the Radio Times or the TV Times every week, obviously. Yeah. And then every two or three years, you'd see Jaws, and I would just like be That's doing the, somersaults. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Chief. <What> <laughs> I like this woman here. She's the local. <laughs> I'm not sure if she was an actress, but then you get this wonderful thing of her kind of nagging him. So you get that. You get that slight comedic element which runs through the whole film. You know.
1: You get a real sense of this is quite a small town police department where nothing really happens apart from on the fourth of July when the off Islanders turn up. Exactly, it, it's just
0: summed it up perfectly in these couple of scenes. Yeah. so he's gone from New York, where it's just like one big headache, to nothing happening. But we get the shark attack.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Because as she just said earlier, you know the <laughs> the biggest period of concern that's going on is that the picket fences are being karate chopped by the Absolutely. local kids. That's it.
0: Uh, there was a little uh, error there that said corner's office instead of coroner's office. <laughs> I love bloopers because I don't think they take away from the film at no. all. I just no. like, you know, like the old thing about this, someone in gladiator wearing jeans and <laughs> Ben hers. There's someone the wearing wristwatch. a wristwatch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There aren't any major bloopers in this though, are there? Uh, there's a couple. Yeah. There's nothing that really detracts because the whole point is that you're in the story, you know? Yeah. Um, and you have to suspend disbelief because, you know, if you're in a cinema, you know, it's not actually a shark. It's <laughs> now,
1: we're going to start meeting sort of local townsfolk and local dignitaries as it goes along in a second. Mm. And if I remember rightly from the book, it, that was really sort of hammered home, was the sort of politics going on in the background in the book. Um, yeah. And his, uh, Brody's constant battle with the bureaucracy that was going on, him being a
0: stranger in the town. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was that whole Mafia element, wasn't there? Mm. So Vaughan was actually being pressured by the Mafia. And, I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, I like those kind of things, but like you said, it was just a bit pulpy. I mean, R.I.P. Peter Benchley, but I wasn't hugely impressed by the novel. Yeah. I think he did a great job. I think Jeffrey Kramer was another local. I'm not sure if he was an actor or not, but... He reappears in the second one, doesn't he? He does, did not he? Yeah, because yeah. he takes over his job, doesn't he, when Brody it. gets sacked, yeah. I think he's great. He's got that bit of a wide-eyed kind of innocence about him
1: yeah perfect for the role mate yeah, absolutely
0: there's yeah. Mr Vaughan with his anchor Yeah, <laughs> no, that famous. is
1: a great suit I mean that would be a yeah, great right. fancy dress to go as if someone if you said you were going as a character from a movie and you turned up in that only you and I would probably recognize it to be <laughs> honest <laughs>
0: Uh, I knew Murray Hamilton from The Graduate, Mr. Robinson. Exactly, I I was just about to
1: point that out. That's where people
0: would have known him from, yeah. I bet he's done dozens of other ones. One of those very, very reliable character actors. Yeah. Now, here again, we had a longer deleted scene uh, fleshing out a bit more, you know, you're the new guy and everything, as you were saying, but this film is just very lean. I suppose that's the word for it. Yes, yeah. Um, On the right, there we've got Carl Gottlieb in the light blue suit playing Meadows. He very generously reduced his role almost down to nothing, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> there's, there's a book sitting down there to the left of you, which he wrote The Jaws Log. Brilliant. Which is almost the Bible of, of mm. this movie, isn't it, to, to fans?
0: Mm. But Carl Gollib's great. He's done yeah. loads of interviews over the years. And yeah. He was a big help with the script, I think.
1: And it's great because if you look at these guys in the background, you recognize them later at town hall meetings or on the beach. You know that the guy with the red tie—he's on the beach later.
0: Ah, oh, he's the one that gets dragged out the water, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, no, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. I've got to say, seeing this on Blu-ray is a very different <laughs> experience. It's like seeing it for the first time. They look like—it's so clear. They look like they've been superimposed on. Yeah, things, sometimes
1: it looks unreal, doesn't it? Yeah, it's something that's too HD.
0: Yeah, but it's a different experience.
2: Ah, summer
0: girl. quite a famous line here about the barracuda.
2: Two tires. It's happened before I don't think
0: you appreciate the gut reaction people have to these things very, I appreciate- was Carl Gottlieb an actor do we know was he, or was he a writer wasn't or was he not? a script writer I think he was a writer primarily yeah. he was a comedy writer in mm. fact and so he may well have been responsible for a lot of the that extra element of comedy
1: which is very evident throughout this actually some very great lines especially between Dreyfus and Shaw absolutely yeah
0: we'll get to that later but obviously a lot of that was real wasn't it yes yeah, I did tension. a lot of tension yeah, and here we, oh, we get to a very shocking... <laughs>
1: it's our first beach scene, yeah. Yeah. There are certain scenes in this movie that I remember that were used constantly to promote the movie. Hmm. Uh, and the people fleeing the beach was was always one of them. Always saw it in the trailers of the TV spots.
0: Well, I remember when we were kids, we would always you know you reenact stuff where it was always like get out the water we we're always saying that <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just you got Brody there and then again we've got this woman telling ellen you know you're not an islander the dog
1: now isn't there a connection between yellow in this as well somebody had a theory like there's a the Pippet's owner's wearing a yellow polo shirt oh. Mrs Kittner's wearing a yellow hat
0: oh I didn't know that
1: no I, d- I don't know you know I don't think it is I mean the barrels are obviously yellow Like mm. in the movie and that is that yellow top to that lilo there
0: yeah I noticed Spielberg said he didn't use any red there's a little bit of red there because he wanted the red to just be the blood and nothing Exa- else. yeah um interesting thing here you've got the the bathers going across I don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. um Yeah, and he's getting closer. Because he cuts and he gets
1: closer and closer, and it's this wonderful, famous shot, isn't it, where they focus in and then pull the camera back. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I can't pretend I know how that was done, but it's something about zooming in and then dollying out. I mean,
1: dolly, yeah. And Hitchcock used it, and Spielberg's obviously used it here. It's this is probably the most famous use of it, I think. Yeah.
0: Just in case there's people who don't know the film too well, when it gets to it, we'll we'll highlight it. Yeah. Nice kind of uh, red herring here
1: but it's like that throughout because you're on edge throughout this whole movie the first time you watch it yeah because you don't know when the next shark attack's gonna happen if there is gonna be another shark attack mm. so you're equally on edge as, as, as Brody is
0: throughout this mm. I love the chemistry between these two yeah I mean I know the cynics would say you know she was the, the wife of the president of the company but <laughs> I think she's no, yeah. but I think she's just genuinely great They've got this domestic and the thing about this film you don't need a lot of information it's all there you know they have a good relationship but you yeah know, the usual tensions oh. of any and then a bit of light relief you
2: know here all, some bad
1: some bad hat had Harry <laughs> somebody used that as the name of their production company I can't think who it is it's bad <laughs> <Hat> <laughs> Harry productions yeah <laughs> See, this is his first summer, you know, you're getting the feeling that the pressure's on him. Mm. He doesn't know. It's it's an unknown situation completely for him, as well as everything else he's had to contend with. You know, upending his family and moving them across country and just everything that goes with it. And he's got this possible shark attack.
0: So is the shark supposed to have eaten the dog, then?
1: Well, that's the... um, the that piece that of wood that was shark... being thrown oh yeah of course is that what and sharks... we never see the dog again I don't think you see the dog in, in the the bit where everybody runs to the shore
0: oh yeah I suppose sharks are, sharks will eat anything almost they? they can't <laughs> they can't ever or something yeah and then again it, whoa, this is genuinely shocking
1: I'm just going to have to double check on that because it's a an unwritten rule in disaster movies that the dog never dies
0: oh right
1: and there we go here's the blood the red as you say
0: here we go. Wow, amazing. And that is the shot that we were talking about earlier. And as you said, lo- all these people are locals. I don't think there's any actors among these. And
1: it just well, that you... would have kept the costs down, you know, that were rapidly yeah. rising because of the delays. <laughs> yes. They're not having to pay, like, you know, actors' rates here, you know.
0: Yeah, we direct people to the Jaws Log. <laughs> and we'll talk about the documentaries <laughs> later. The 20th anniversary one details, well, gives us in fine detail all the problems. Yeah. And then we have Mrs. Kintner. Um, she must have been an actor, I suppose, because she just...
1: No, I think she was a local. Oh, really? I'm sure she was a local, yeah. And and if you notice at this point, there's, there's no sign of the dog. Mm. And you get the lilo that washes up, the airbed washes up on the shore, doesn't it? Yeah. There we go.
0: I mean, she does a very good job. She's an actress mm.
1: She only died very recently, a couple of years ago.
0: All right. Yeah, her name's Lee something, can't remember Lee Fieri she, something, Lef- no. yeah, something like that. She's in one of the documentaries as well She's walking up and down the beach She shows us that wreck of the orca that was, yeah. yeah So we've got Carl Leave as meadows again We've got really the whole uh, All the locals you can see here well, there's right? Harry
1: without the hat
0: Lurking <laughs> at the background, they're all there The old man who gets dragged out the seas there again the woman who was saying you're not an islander that's what that's
1: I mean really? it's such a small community you get the
0: real impression of that here did you see Brody bang his head on the side yes the right?
1: <laughs> and then just uh, coming up possibly the finest introduction to a movie character ever yeah
0: and sorry to be annoying but another continuity there's no uh, drawing on the blackboard there
1: so no because I reckon he sneaks <laughs> in and does it do you think so but ah, well, he's right. not there is he he's not in the building at the moment right and I think just before this is where the deleted scene with the piano wire goes. Oh yeah, which we'll talk about later. But
0: shows Quint being a bit scary and mm-hmm. a bit comedic. Um, from the film filmumentary, in a minute when Quint starts talking, you can see Roy Scheider crouching down and then cueing him with his hand. Yes, I love all these yes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Carl Gottlieb joke. <laughs> Could have been. makes you think what's the relationship between a mayor and a chief of police (laughs) are they both elected I can't remember I suppose a mayor would be elected yeah I mean they would have employed him they would employ him yeah we're going to try and use shark spotters on the beach are you going to close the beaches yes we are
1: You can imagine, can't you, that that one particular weekend hmm. is, you know, the center of their whole business for the whole year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it all comes alive, doesn't mm. it? So, is this supposed to be a few days before? July yeah, the it's fourth? coming
1: up to July the
0: 4th weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I like that woman with the, sort of with cross the boss eyes. eyes. <laughs> Always remembered that, yeah. Now, somewhere, yeah, where's Roy Scheider? I think we missed him. there he is. If you look at him there and then you'll see his hand cueing Robert Shaw to start me. talking. There we go <laughs> <Don't lie early. laughs> I'll catch this bird for you but it ain't gonna be easy. Bad fish. so while he's doing that, I'm just going to say that Robert Shaw is one of my favorite actors that yes, he's a very unfulfilled, quite a frustrated guy. He liked writing, and I think we'll talk later about all the stuff with Dreyfus but. What Robert Shaw films have you seen?
1: Oh, what haven't I seen? I mean, <laughs> most people will know him from the James Bond. Mm. I watched Robin and Marion recently, which paired him up again with Connery for the second time. Yep. Uh, Helen One Two Three is one Helen of my Helen 2, 3, favorites. excellent film. Yeah. yeah.
0: The Sting. Of course, yeah. I've never been mad on a man for all seasons. I think he overdoes something. No. the eighth. Uh- no, not a big fan of that myself.
1: The Young welfare the whole winter. Something about the
0: eyes he has got such a penetrating stare on him. And, I mean he's a very well he's a stage trained actor, well known, yeah, you know, definitely. Shakespeare, everything. Thank you very much,
1: Mr. Quint. We'll uh we'll take it under. See Murray Harold actually looks petrified of him. There. <laughs>
0: I think they were scared of Robert Shaw to be honest probably that's
1: coming through here so it's sort of it's just, art,
0: art imitating life
1: yeah. I, I think you know what usually you know the, the impression you get here is, is that there is this sense of community but he's on the edge of it mm. they let him get on with what he does which you know is his fishing business and he's, he, he doesn't want to get involved in any of that internal politics or anything yeah absolutely until they need him Yeah. but at the moment they're not convinced that it's a shark attack so
0: Yep, so Brody's doing a bit of homework here. Yeah, we get the domestic thing, the dog there.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> this is a great sort of setup up here, the way that you've got that corner of the house there overlooking the the, the sea and, and the lighting. You know, you've got sort of sunset is coming down, but it's still that light from the table lamp there. It's... It's just magical. Is this on Blu-ray for you at the moment, mate? It's fantastic. It? <laughs> yeah, love it. Unreal.
0: Doesn't seem real. Yeah, like you say. Obviously, we're on an island, but I think they deliberately show that. So you've got the ocean, and then we'll see. Obviously, the kids in a minute. Yeah. The the ocean's just there. It's relentless. It's ever present. Yeah, and it's basically a big headache for him.
1: It's something he's not used
0: to. He's used to concrete. Well, he seems like a guy who's who's still de-stressing from living in being a cop in New York. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't quite unwound yet. But
1: he's getting as much pressure here by the sound of it, and it's a different kind of pressure.
0: Yeah. How long do you think he's been in the job? Do you think, like, three
1: months or something? What would you say? Uh, well, in this particular job, yeah, he's, he's fairly new to the island. Yeah. Um, but I w- I'm going to assume he's been a cop for... 10 15 years prior to that. Oh, sure. I don't yeah. want him on the ocean. He's not on the ocean, he is in a boat. He's not going to go in the water.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think that, that French connection theory holds quite good. Yesterday. Again, not that
1: they did it deliberately. But but as I was to say, people like to make connections like that, which yeah. you know, are generally rubbish, but yeah.
0: Well, there's even a the thought that the Niro's taxi driver character no, is, is right? his deer hunter character oh, after he's yeah. come back from <laughs> Vietnam, <laughs> even though the film was made before it.
1: See, there's great little bits of levity peppered throughout this to ease the tension.
0: Yeah. So the guy with his family roast. Yeah. Risking this, his risking his holiday roast.
1: Yeah. This is <laughs> another scene that was always used in clips and trailers. Yeah. Because you still haven't seen the shark, but it's the it's watching the 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 uh, life preserver, isn't it? I think is attached to going through the water.
0: Yeah. Because later we get the barrels, don't we? That symbolise yeah. the shark, and obviously the music as well. <laughs> yeah. So they're using all these brilliant devices. Um, we were talking earlier about like you know being afraid to go in the ocean mm. i i never got this, the shower thing from psycho perhaps because i wasn't around then i don't know did you ever, have you ever did you ever watch psycho well no psych- shower
1: psycho i was probably a couple of years older than when i first saw this right uh watched it about 81 82 so about 11 or 12 mm. um no we had a good lock on our bathroom door mate <laughs>
0: Uh, at some point you get the compressed air tanks a bit of foreshadowing maybe that's the next scene but uh, I'm, I love foreshadowing in film there you <laughs> yeah. go there you go oh, shark, we, the, the shark with the air tank, tank, tank in, in its itself. mouth yeah. and foreshadowing of Jaws 2 there's that little um, whatever you call that thing
1: oh the shark spotting tower <laughs> yeah the yeah. tower that's it yeah Yeah, some horrific photos coming up. Yes,
0: here, yeah. and look at the pages in his glasses.
1: I very like clever. It's the lighting is very clever. The way they've done that.
0: Yeah, this film was pretty much ignored for acting Oscars, wasn't it?
1: it was I don't nice. think it was nominated for anything, was it? In the no, acting-wise. the
0: director wasn't even no. even nominated. We'll see a bit later as well. I don't think the local fishermen realise how big the shark is <laughs> because they're. Uh...
1: Oh well, they're, yeah, they're turning up in
0: rowing boats. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> chumming the water. And... Yeah. And just the music is. Oh, I love it. There was uh, something they used to do was play the film and then have a live orchestra. Doing the I've music. seen it. They did it at the Albert
1: it? Hall a couple of years ago. Oh. It's highly recommended. So what,
0: do they cut the music from the film or do they it,
1: it plays over pretty much oh, a lot? Okay, of okay. It. It's it's just incredible experience, mate. Yeah.
0: Brilliant.
1: <laughs> See basically this man's been pursued by a piece of like decking. Yeah. But and the it's edge of the seat stuff, is not it Yeah. yeah. On, you know, you can see the similarities of the suspense of Hitchcock and a Bernard Herrmann score or something. Yeah. You know, the parallels are evident here. Can
0: we go home now? A little bit of humour there. Difficult to balance those, I reckon.
1: Now, this guy is a real... real um amity resident isn't he right yeah
0: this script was um I mean Robert shaw actually disparaged it and said it was written by committee and he meant it as a criticism but it was a kind of a team effort because they yep. didn't have it ready they had a very very unrealistic schedule for principal photography
1: well things were being adapted all the time weren't they that's the thing mm. and this is Ben Gardner was he's a real character isn't he this yeah, is an like amazing Kinsman. backstory to this guy
0: yeah. and you see he really looks like Quint doesn't he really yeah. uh, Richard Dreyfuss created this whole thing the glasses the hat that was apparently his whole creation oh, he right, turned think, up yeah. looking like Hooper one day <laughs> and of course in, in the novel Brody, Hooper's having an affair with Brody's wife they hate each other it's totally different So,
1: oh that is the major difference in the book yeah course, the love yeah. affair yeah
0: so We'll see this later at the very end, but you get the Spielberg kind of buddy-buddy thing with these two, don't you? In the end, yeah. But it's not cheesily done in this one. If I if I had to criticise Mr. Spielberg, I'd say it's a bit bit on the nose in some of his later films. But
1: what the uh, the buddy element of yeah. the couple of characters? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some humour again here. <laughs>
2: well, then, can you tell me if there's a good restaurant or hotel on the
0: island? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're <all> gonna die. <laughs> and i did wear the denim jacket um jean jackets they say in america jeans yeah. combo uh,
1: double denim's not a thing mate you
0: can't really do double denim
2: what are you doing out there these are your people go and talk to them those aren't my people they're from all over the place do you see all the license plates out in the parking lot connecticut rhode island new jersey I'm all by myself out there. Um, what happened to the extra help we're supposed to That's not until the 4th of July. Between now and then, it's you and me. Uh, you know those eight guys in the fantail launch out there? Yeah. yeah. Well, none of them are going to get out of the harbor alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he sort of created this of nice, flyers. likeable, but slightly cynical <laughs> character. <It's> brilliant. <laughs>
1: I've never, seen,
0: I've never seen American Graffiti as a thing, even though yeah,
1: it's as before. Yeah, American Graffiti was 70,
0: ooh, 73. 73, 73 yeah. Yeah. Of course the story is Dreyfus didn't want to do the film, disparaged it on, on TV at the time, got in loads of trouble for that. And then he saw himself in another film, yeah. Apprenticeship with Duddy Kravitz, and hated it. Yeah, yeah. I think everything Richard Dreyfuss says is slightly exaggerated, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he got some great stories. There's a lot of alternate castings
1: in this as well, wasn't there? A lot of people were considered for all these roles. You know, from Robert Redford and Paul Newman to Lee Marvin. Wasn't he, he was going to play Quint at one point? Lee Marvin point. and then Sterling Hayden. Sterling Hayden would have been great. Yeah, actually. he
0: would have been. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they had an idea of Newman Redford and John Voigt, which I'm yeah. sure it would have worked, you know, yeah. but it just would have been a whole different film because you just, although the three guys were, st- well, stars or very well respected, it, it's a film, it's about, it's not really about the actors almost. Yeah. It's an ensemble in,
1: in a way. I mean, this is before Marathon Man, but after French Connection, isn't it? So, Scheider's. You know, on, on the ascendance, here.
0: Yeah. Like I say, he was so involved in these seminal Clute as well. Mm,
1: Clute's are a great
0: film. And I mm. just totally buy I remember even when I was a kid, I totally bought Dreyfus. Something to do with the gra- the glasses. I yeah. totally bought him as a kind of biologist or ich- ichthyologist. Yeah. Thing. And the beard as well was, was his thing. Right
1: That's what a marine expert should look like. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in
0: the
2: upper
1: and it's things like this it's you know the, the breathing he does here because of the smell mm. yeah we get that
0: later don't mm. we as well when he opens up when they the open shark. up the shark
1: The look of disdain on that coroner's face there as if you you don't know what you're talking about mm. <laughs> or is it a look that's saying mm, yeah actually you're right and i'm really afraid don't, you do yeah. yeah i'm afraid you do, not, <laughs> <don't> do <that.
0: laughs> wasn't jack the ripper <laughs> right this shark was flown in from florida Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't get sharks around Martha's Vineyard. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but by the way, Martha's Vineyard, where it film was filmed, is a very exclusive. It is. Whereas you get the idea, this is very working class. E- yeah. 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 Um, I don't think the crew were too popular, in fact. I mean, obviously, they were giving a lot of money and tourism to
1: Martha's Vineyard. But oh, I could imagine the local council was probably very similar to the local council as depicted in the movie. Then. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> And if you look at this, it kind of looks laughably small, doesn't it, this shark? Although, you know, I wouldn't go to be swimming near it, but... No, I mean, especially when you see what's coming up in about
1: half an hour's time. Exactly, yeah. (laughs)
0: That's what Hooper's doing. That's the thing, I just always bought Hooper as this kind of very factual, scientific, statistical guy. Quint's not buying it.
1: He's just knows, doesn't he? He's like,
2: <laughs> Young fella, could you step out
1: <laughs> take
0: like I said, people talking over each other.
1: Yeah, you, you, you know, you find it hard to focus on what conversation you're supposed to be listening to, but it just makes it more realistic. Mm. this guy's reaction is, is absolutely classic he's a bit of a meme now as well where he says what this guy you oh what there's t-shirts on <laughs> there yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah people come up to him in the street and get him to say what I bet they do yeah. well they used to get um, Mrs. Kintner's Mrs. Kintner to slap oh brilliant <laughs> people oh, used to want her to slap them so I can get
1: I was slapped by Mrs. Kintner <laughs> another amazing jacket there I, mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise until I watched this a few uh, few times ago mm. that he's actually a real estate broker as well as the mayor
0: oh is he right. because
1: on the scene in the ferry that we saw near the beginning mm. they're in his car and it says Vaughan's Realty
0: oh, I didn't notice that
1: yeah so obviously he's got these flashy like sports coats as the salesman side of him mm
2: bite radius on this animal is different than the wounds on the victim. I just, I want to be sure. You want to be sure. We all want to be sure, okay? And what I want
1: to do is very... Yeah,
0: I love Roy Scheider in this. Yeah. Look at that look on his face. He's torn,
1: isn't he? He's completely mm. torn here.
0: I would have given him at least a nomination. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I couldn't care less about the Oscars anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They've got more and more political as years gone on. But yeah, I think in those days it was.
1: Oh, really. they were massive though, they were a big thing. Yeah.
0: Don't know who took the Aston Oscars, I suppose. Oh, it would have been Nicholson in. Uh,
1: in seventy five, was it was yeah, Cuckoo's Nest, wasn't it? was they the top t- four? Didn't they, Cuckoo's
0: Nest? Yeah, I just wonder who took the supporting actor. Mm, don't know. Listeners, please write in in the comments section. <laughs> um, trying to think. Yeah, apparently they did lots of slaps, didn't they? And yes, she apologised to Roy Shader, He said, "Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Maybe you enjoyed it." But the girl got killed here last Because she comes back in the second one as well, doesn't she? Does she? Is yeah.
1: she? Does she or am I getting her confused with that other lady in the council? Can't remember. I haven't seen the second
0: one too much. No. I don't think it's that bad.
1: No, second one's was... quite good actually.
0: Yeah.
2: You knew all those things.
0: Yeah, she must have had some sort of acting you training. boy is
2: dead
0: now. She's just a natural. And
2: there's nothing you can do about it.
0: The funny way, this is almost the only bit of drama we get, isn't it? My boy is you say it. you get a little bit of the politics of the mayor not running the beaches, but yeah, it's, it's what it sort of stands out a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's what Frank Skinner described as is some real acting going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love this reaction here where it's you know, she's wrong, no, she's not. This is, yeah.
0: Is a kind of guilt to Brody. If you if you're going to kind of psychoanalyze it a bit more, he seems to just almost have like a guilt complex. He, he, he
1: does know. shoulder a lot of it, a lot of the burden, doesn't he? And it's and as I say, he's, he's torn here throughout mm. the whole movie. He's, he's trying to make an impression, but he doesn't want to tread on anybody's toes. Yeah. And it's a situation that nobody is familiar with, either him, the locals, nobody at all.
0: I suppose when he's in New York, probably had all these problems that he wasn't able to deal with. Uh, I don't know. Is this a sort of of subtle position. guilt thing that seems mm. to be on his face the whole time? Love this scene. Wow. Oh, I love it. Yeah, brilliant. Annoyingly copied in Jaws Four. <laughs> 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 I've got nothing to say. It's good to say about Jaws Four, <laughs> apart from liking seeing Michael Caine. <laughs> Bloody hell, that's a big shark, <laughs> etc. <cetera. laughs> Do we know who came up with this? Uh, I wonder if this came in the moment. the music again very clever scene I guess John Williams did all the music did he I I'm suppose. assuming he did all yeah. this background stuff here yeah 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 could you get some sort of triumphant music later on
1: oh there's the, the music in the in the pursuit of the shark when it's been oh yeah caught with the barrels is absolutely
0: fantastic there's also when the tourists turn up as well yes that's, that's great yeah very upbeat yeah yeah I don't know he worked on that for I suppose he had time because <laughs> of the production <laughs> That's the, that's, the, that's the big advantage of this thing they all had time but then again he wouldn't have known what
1: he was actually scoring you know it was going to look like on screen did he that yeah, was the thing yeah. he wouldn't have
0: known a lot all of it all done on the fly I wonder if this pioneered that I mean I'm sure there must have been productions before that that went wrong and they had to do everything on the fly and it worked out well but I wonder if this was almost a pioneer it's almost
1: guerrilla filmmaking isn't it it's, absolutely yeah. yeah gonzo filmmaking yeah they call it now not
0: This, uh, the touch I love, the idea of going to someone's house and then saying, is anyone eating that? I need a good meal. Well, I like the fact that when he pours out the wine, he pours himself
1: like a pint almost, and yeah. just a little dribble for his wife, you know? Just...
0: I mean, this is drunk acting, you know, it's not staggering around no. all over the place, you know? Yeah. I, I did a bit of drama training and uh, we were always told that people when they're drunk, unless they're absolutely hammered, they're not generally staggering around, they just have this kind of Wasted look on their well, face. Well,
1: don't, don't they say, like, to act drunk, you have to pretend you're trying to be sober.
0: Oh, yeah, Is right. that
1: the thing, isn't it? I think when, when they teach people to do drunk acting, a drunk always tries to give the impression that he's not drunk.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: excuse me. Well, yes,
0: I, I was watching this the other night with a film inventory. <laughs> in My husband tells me you're in shock. Yeah. Great line. <laughs> and you just, just watch Brody the whole... I love watching Brody the whole scene. It's sort of slight... On it, his face.
1: The look on his face is if I'm, I'm so relieved I've got this expert here, <laughs> but I still don't know how we're going to get out of this. Yeah, and I think a bottle of wine may help solve the problem. Yeah, <laughs> and of course it does because they come up with a solution in just a minute. And he's opening it like a drunk guy. What? Yeah. And as he's opening that wine, perfect time for me to open a can of beer. <laughs> <laughs> You meant to wait till Quintus. Oh, probably got another one in, in ready <laughs> for it, mate. Don't worry. Okay. I, I heard it news.
2: on the, news.
0: On the station. They
2: caught a shark. Not the shark. Not the shark that killed Crisy Watkins. And probably not the shark that killed the little boy. Which I wanted to
0: prove today by to catching a
2: but you you
0: know you, <laughs> you want to let that breathe. You want let that breathe. No, okay.
1: Brilliant.
0: <laughs> yeah, why not? He didn't eat the dinner, though, did he? What is that dinner? I can't dinner? say. You know, uh, you're going to be the only rational man left on this island after I leave tomorrow. Can I just point out? I always love this. He said, "You're the only rational man." Just as Brody's necking, you know, being irrational. A pint of wine. I always thought that can't be an accident. Yeah, I always <laughs> remember that. Even when I was a kid, research, I love that. Easy. I, been, on. I say Jaws too. I think Hooper's on his way back from the Aurora because Dreyfus was meant to be in Jaws too. I think Is that right? Um Possibly, I don't know I feel like there's some reason he was supposed to be in I mean that would have just would have made so It would
1: have made sense to try and reunite them yeah. Absolutely, yeah
0: See, there's a fiddling with a wine bottle there. That's
1: what yeah, he's, he's got it all running through his head because he's done all this reading. He's, mm. you know, trying to figure it out for himself. Is it a shark? Isn't it a shark? And he's on Dreyfus's side. He knows
0: that Dreyfus is right. We just had the bit where she says, oh, Martin hates boats, is not it? He's had the fear the of the war and he says, really no, whole thing, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and this is the bit, as I say, that the breathing in this...
0: Yeah. You could spell it, can't you? Yeah. Okay, if you look at Brody's he's almost gagging there. Um, there was a deleted scene where they're on their way and Hooper's talking about having phone sex with a woman, wasn't it? Oh, and that's again, right, yeah. It would have been a nice... I don't think it would have been terrible to leave it in there. It's only like a minute, but I think Gottlieb said anything that wasn't to do with the action-adventure story. Yep.
1: Basically had to go. Well, yeah. you imagine this version is two hours, four minutes long. Mm. Um, back then, you know, movies were being played as double bills. You know, you couldn't have had anything much longer than this. Yeah. Because they would have lost the revenue of, you know, the number of screenings they could have shown throughout the day. So mm. there was a the financial reasoning
0: behind it as well. So with the B film, would that be another full-length film? Or Pretty that much it like-
1: used to be like another 90-minute movie, yeah. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs>
0: Perhaps people could sit still longer in those days. <laughs> Remember it oh, well. Remember it know. well. That's
2: it. close the beach, polar Got a bigger problem mm-hmm. than that morning. You've still got a hell of a
0: fish out there. What do you think they use for that liquid? I think it's milk, isn't I don't know. <laughs> More than
1: likely. It's the yeah. right yeah. colour, isn't it? Yeah. that
0: by morning. I absolutely love this scene when I was a kid I used to what's this the Ben Gardner scene just the whole yeah the night time mm. going out I think it's something about going out a boat at night because I remember going on a boat trip somewhere and it was an overnight trip and I just loved it gazing out into the ocean at night <laughs> yeah there's so
1: much nostalgia
0: involved in this film
1: well, you know this was filmed um, wasn't it in a swimming pool yeah was it one it of the executive swimming pool or the, it's somebody's swimming pool
0: yeah, I think, I think the, the Ben Gardner bit was mm. in a... I think this is in a lake or something in the Universal... Oh, I mean, you might be right. On the back he? lot.
1: Yeah, there's something back on the back line. lot. But then there was... So, I think the, the bit with the head... Yes. ...was in Spielberg's pool or somebody's right. pool. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he wasn't doing too badly. He had a swimming pool. <laughs> Just to quickly point out that um, uh, he'd made a film called Duel... Yeah, 70, Duel in 71,
1: 72, 71. TV movie? Yeah, yeah, that was a
0: TV movie and it ended up getting a theatrical release. And in a weird way, it's a sort of spiritual prequel to Jaws. Well, <laughs> not prequel, but it's similar because you've got what he calls a Leviathan, which yeah. is a truck, Yeah. which you never see. You, you just see the guy's hand changing gear at one I point. That's so
1: you never actually see the driver as such in yeah. the movie. Yeah, and I'll
0: have some trivia about a certain sound effect, but that comes right at the end of the film.
1: <laughs> Are you yeah, In the this sound this of the truck—it screams, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'll—I'll yeah. I'll point it out when we get—it's at the very end of this film, obviously. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, there's just such brilliant chemistry between all the actors. Yeah. I wonder whether having all that time together, as Robert Shaw says, you know, we got tired. We've heard everyone's life story five times by the end of it. Yeah, a lot of waiting around, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and rewriting every every night they're rewriting the script. Brilliant music. Yeah, I think this inspired a lot of people to want to be marine biologists, didn't it? I probably did. Eventually, said that. Yeah. Here we go. Again, there was a deleted scene where they take Meadows, which is Carl Gottlieb, Mm -hmm. out to show them the boat in the daytime, and there's that brilliant outtake of Carl Gottlieb. Falling in the falling in the sea.
1: Ah, oh, is that where that bit
0: came from? Right, okay, yeah, The narrator that. says, uh, oh, "So there's another half an hour to <laughs> get dry, make up." Yeah, can't be too much fun making this film. <laughs> 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 Worth it in the end. Yeah, because
1: all these like on on water scenes, they mm. had to be like handheld cameras as well to account for the swell of the the ocean and stuff.
0: Yeah, the most expensive handheld yeah <laughs> <I remember>. <laughs> Do so you think this is at night? Uh, that looks a little bit like it's. Yeah, I don't know.
1: As I say, I'm sure this was, was filmed on night. the back lot of Fox.
0: Mm.
1: Or Universal, sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, Just looks a bit day for night. Or well, night for day, whichever way mm. around it is. <laughs> Brody said earlier, can you get the late show on this time? <laughs> <laughs> we got that line. <laughs> Brody looks nervous because he's now left alone near water exactly that's the panic isn't it when
1: you're gone what am I supposed to do yeah
0: well of course years years later in Black Adam he said you don't think I'm the sort of person that's afraid of water and someone comes in with a glass glass of water water. (laughs) (laughs) Brody's not that bad (laughs) again great music this music here Oh, I love it! And we'll never know what it'd be like to be at a cinema and have this. I've seen it at the happening. cinema as well a couple of
1: times. Oh, have you? Yeah, every time there's a anniversary screening, I make a point. though, unfortunately, not. You? Yeah, i have seen it before. Obviously, yeah, yeah, I've seen anniversary screenings on you know local
0: cinemas and stuff. That Tooth slightly conveniently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry to nitpick, <laughs> some of this isn't Richard Dreyfuss because apparently he had a date or something oh right this bit
1: right okay because I know it's not him in the cage so.
0: yeah but when you see him in a second that does look a lot like him so it must have been maybe it was this bit or sorry this bit here before here we go see that I think that's that it, is him that's him just film PG when it came out
1: like well, back then, that PG didn't exist in this country. Oh, ah, right, right. It was um, U-A-A-A, I think it was an A. But
0: well, What would that be now? Like, what it would have been a PG equivalent. Ah, yeah. okay, right. It's so like 12, 13.
1: Yeah, so we had double A's and X's. It's
0: weird to think, yeah, because they've always got to be so careful, because the thing is that if you make a film in black and white, or you give it an X rating, the the revenues from it are just automatically you know going to go down. Yeah, you just
1: reduce your old audience, don't you? Yeah, actually. so
0: it's just sort of it was always art over commerce, isn't it? Really. He's back to his anchors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A shark is attracted
1: to the exact kind of splashing and activity that occurs whenever human being This is great. This
0: is the same with the poster, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah. And we learn here that the best thing if you are encountered by a shark is to stay perfectly still. Yeah. You know, because the shark just reacts to vibrations. That's what. I learned a lot about sharks, I must say. <laughs> a lot From, of people did, yeah. Yeah. But in a way, also it gave them a bad name because it it gave this sort of weird idea that they're all man-eaters, yeah. Yeah, that they're targeting (coughs) humans, but Mm. it's just all pure instinct. Now, everyone knows what a Colgarid and Colcarid is. You're not
2: going to this <laughs> those beaches, you do we're, you we're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. I mean, we're going to have to tell the Coast Guard. Shark We're going to have to contact shark the shark on because The really world is going to come here. Her. I don't think one of you are familiar with yeah. our problems.
0: Uh, is it Colgarid lying again? ...with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular problem until it swims up and bites you
2: on the ass. Now, wait a second, wait! There are two ways to deal with this problem. You're either going to kill this animal or you're going to cut off its food supply. We have to close the beaches. Brody? Mm -hmm. Sick vandalism. (laughs) That
1: is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. Now,
0: I want those little. Our 50th annual regatta. So, this is a particularly special year. Exactly, which is
1: why they don't want to close the beaches, because it's not just the 4th of July, but it's the 50th sort of anniversary.
0: Oh, weird. I'd never... Mm. I mean, obviously i read that before, but... Mr.
2: Vaughn, what we are dealing with here...
0: Well is love
2: this uh, eating yeah. machine. It's really a miracle of evolution. All this machine does is swim and eat and make little sharks, and that's all. Now, why don't you take a long, close look at this sign? Those proportions are correct. Love to prove that, wouldn't you? Get your name into the National Geographic.
1: <laughs> i love the chemistry yeah he's so perfectly pitched
0: and the great lines yeah swims up and bites you on the ass. there's meadows again carl mm-hmm. leave did manage to get himself in. he's got in a few scenes and of all these other people as well <laughs> I, i've never noticed that it's all the same people yeah. they kind of do that don't they in um, shawshank redemption it's always the same five or six prisoners in that's world, it they're all there yeah. But, yeah yeah be open
1: for this weekend some great music here. This is the bit where the tourists turn up now, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah. And someone's wearing a Jaws t-shirt, weirdly enough. <laughs> um, American flags there. Picture of the shark that they think is the one. Shark souvenirs. Mm. See,
1: they're already uh, oh, cashing they, in, aren't they're, they? they? <laughs> they're not missing a trick.
0: <laughs> I love this. I don't have to go to Brisbane <laughs> when I've got a straight-right shark right here. <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant, triumphant music here. And again, is this
1: the genuine people just coming onto the island that they're filming, or is it pre-planned that they're
0: going to get all these extras turning up?
1: Yeah, it could well be.
0: Yeah, turning up to Martha's Vineyard, well, yeah, I mean... There's a lot of people, you
1: know... I can't remember when this was filmed I, I'm pretty sure it was, wasn't filmed over the you know the holiday weekend
0: no I think they started making the film in April and it, and there were six months it was something like that yeah, yeah close to the winter because yeah. you'll see later again I don't want to nitpick you'll see like the, the ocean changes oh there's some... the sort of green and uh, yeah green and blue there you go they got the shark <laughs> killer shark look <laughs> wow <laughs> There's Meadows again. And then we see
1: Peter Brenchley in a minute, don't we, at some point? Yeah.
0: reporter. Brody Scott Bucket, the Scott Bucket, please come in. Brody's the scut Bucket.
2: Okay. <laughs> Brody the Daisy,
0: do you read me? Fascinating, brother. You read me. Come in, What do you
2: see? Nothing here,
0: Martin. And nothing on sonar. Long been known for its clean air. yeah for those who don't know this is Peter Benchley. who wrote the novel yeah the deleted scenes are a lot longer so everything's very fast moving yeah it's gone back to the other suit
1: <laughs> just noticing yellow now as well the helicopter was yellow it's oh just, wow
0: yeah <laughs> I wonder why they did that is that
1: I don't know I don't think it's deliberate I think it's just one of those fan theories that mm. watch out for yellow it's a bit like the old red shirts in Star Trek or something they're the mm. ones that are going to get killed but it's, it's not true
0: maybe it contrasts the, the blood yeah yeah that looks a bit like it's not actually that warm very windy there <laughs> don't you think yeah, yeah. God dear yeah. I mean, I can't recommend, again, the Jaws log. I can't recommend that with you now.
1: let say he's not like the Bible, isn't it, to Jaws fans? Yeah. Yellow, Lilo, look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll be spotting it f- forever now. Yeah, but yeah. He's, but he's, there's nothing in it from what I can work out myself. Right. A yellow, <laughs> yellow helicopter. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs>
0: there you go again.
1: Yeah. But again, this is like edge of the seat stuff. If you've never seen this film, it's just. Yeah. And I'm wondering what modern day, you know, kids would make of this now. Would they laugh at this movie? I'm, I'm sure they would with the actual special effects of the shark itself. But even the build up, would they find this too slow? Because nothing really has happened too much up to
0: this point, has yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I. Don't see my nephews and my niece as much as I'd like to, but when they were growing up, we, we tried. We showed them a few films from. I think it was more the eighties, actually. Yeah. They kind of liked some of them, and then other ones they didn't. Some yeah, of them just laughably bad, slow, aren't they? But yeah. we hold
1: them dear because it's the nostalgia thing for us a lot of the time, even though the film might not be particularly good. Yeah.
0: I think just stuff you see when you're a kid, it's it, it's there forever. Almost, it stays with it? you, doesn't it? That's it does. It. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I love Lorraine Gower in this. Lorraine Yes, yeah, great. Brilliant. <laughs> Some of these actors, they've been getting uh, what they call residuals in America, what we call royalties. For years and yeah. years.
2: Yeah, nice
0: little learner. <laughs>
1: Completely off topic, but I think um, Noddy Holder gets something like eighty thousand pounds a year just for Merry Christmas, everybody. You know. Oh yeah. Well, they
0: asked Don McLean, "What's what does American Pie mean?" And he says, "Oh, it means if I don't have to do, I don't have to do any other work if you yeah. don't want to." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's the game to get into. I'll oh, say. yeah, songwriting but, royalties.
1: Yeah, but you say with these movies, you know, this con- this is constantly being re-released on anniversaries. Mm. The, the, the different DVD. If I was to, you know, show you every single DVD, VHS, whatever version I've had in the past, mm. and you know they've had a tenner's worth of my money every single time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: that money's going
0: somewhere. I think we know they've got hours of deleted scenes that they're going to dribble out in the next fifty years. <laughs> so they. I can't believe it I can't believe love it. to see what's all the people here yeah. I love it I never noticed that till the other day there's Carl car leave again he did get himself in the movie didn't quite write himself out look at all these all these kids now i have gotta be honest I didn't really i suppose it's not supposed to look real is it It's supposed to look no. real enough for <laughs> so the first time you see it but. So there's the old man again in the background.
1: That's him, yeah, because he was at the council meeting.
0: Yeah, yeah. and this guy just knocks over <laughs> a load of children.
2: Jesus
0: Christ! Man, Jack,
1: one. Martin you're out. No whistles. No whistles. No whistles.
0: so we get this um, obviously what would you call it like a red herring or not a red herring but a false alarm yeah and then it's brilliantly pitched so we get a genuinely shocking scene in a minute
1: again classic bit of cinema mm. switcheroo here isn't it it's it's mm. edge of the seat stuff you know you're watching this bit thinking oh my god because at the moment we don't know what that fin is yeah and then when this particular bit is over and done with you breathe your sigh of relief. Yep. And then we get a genuinely first really great look at the shark.
0: Yep. Oh and there, there goes the summer.
1: That's just dollar signs falling away from him, isn't it? That's <laughs> all you can see there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made me do it. He told me.
1: Kid always reminds me of a young Kurt Russell.
0: Oh yeah, left there. <laughs> they look like brother. They must be brothers, no? In real life. God, they look so yeah. They, they look identical almost. Don't they? Please, please move back. Let's move back. Please give these people
1: some air. Please move back. Move back. Martin, it's just a hoax. There are two kids with a cardboard pin.
2: Is everyone there okay? Did everyone get out of the water all right?
1: Yeah, this is great because mm. there is a slightly deleted part to this as well, isn't there? Where jumping ahead a wee bit, yeah. but, but there, there's a scene, isn't it, where the guy before he gets his leg bitten off, you see him actually taking in the in the shark's mouth, don't you? Yeah. And he's
0: yeah, we'll see you in a sec. Mm. Mike Brody. So this is obviously Brody's son. In who His birthday. He present. asked him to go in, in the pond. then there you go. Now that looks bloody awesome <laughs> yeah it does and again it's a clever way because you see the length of it you see yeah. the size of it just by seeing the fins I wonder if there are films where you saw the fin of a shark because it's just so tied to this film there's a film called Shark with Burt Reynolds from 1968 Just saw after this one there's also a film called Sharky's Machine Burt
1: Reynolds who oh. <laughs> plays a cop called Sharky <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is Ted Grossman who's a stuntman yes uh, another continuity error he didn't have a shoe on his foot I'm only, oh, being, yeah. I'm only yeah. annoying when uh, these out. So, very, very authentic screaming here. And again, the music. So, that's the first time we
1: really see any glimpse of the shark itself. Yeah.
0: And then Mike Brody very death. intelligently avoids death by <laughs> keeping perfectly still I think he's probably probably scared. petrified yeah, scared, yeah stiff. scared literally scared stiff <laughs> you hear someone say has anyone got a gun <laughs> that's another bit of trivia
1: <laughs> because at this point you don't know who the leg belongs to either right that was the thing. That's why yeah. they focus on the ankles there. Oh yeah, right. He's dead. Oh, he's, dead. he's in shock. Now it becomes a revenge movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. and here we go. The ocean again peering into the ocean somewhere in that ocean there's a shark now that's you know your biggest
1: enemy of all time isn't it that, the size of that you know somewhere yeah. out there
0: I've always been obsessed with the ocean I think it's mm. like the Titanic stories not, not the not Kate and Leo the actual story yeah. <laughs> uh, just the vastness of it it's just incredible I like
1: this line as well about home
0: Mm. and Murray Hamilton's great in this scene as well
1: it's a beaten man
0: yeah he is Yeah, bewildered home here here. Mm. I think Lorraine Gary said there's some sort of element of her trying to make him feel guilty I don't know whose Um. decision it was to go to Amity I'm only going by what she said in the interview I I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Right, now we're gonna tell you how this is gonna be done.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: remember Quint, everybody? <laughs>
2: you're do what you do best. You're sign it
0: feels like he's under pressure from someone. What are you But obviously, there's no hint of any mafia in the film.
1: No, that's the thing, yeah. There is something underlying here, isn't there? Yeah, Yeah, because
0: you think, well. Yeah, it's not good for the town, but it seems like there's something else bothering him. Yeah. He's he's afraid of something or someone. His son's actually in jaws, too. One of the. He does appear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I know they talk about films as three acts, but really this, this film is two halves as it's well. It's two halves. You know, now Quint takes over basically. Yeah. yeah. Just, I was just. I always promote um, the Dick Cavett show <laughs> and Robert Shaw. Was, have you seen him on that?
1: Yes,
0: brilliant, just brilliant. Kind of a dangerous guy, very dangerous guy. <laughs> you know, Mr. Um,
1: Dreyfus is in heaven. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and, and just Quint is just superb. The lines we get now and the songs
0: and I watch this as well. Like really spits out. Brody spits it out don't drink that so Hooper just drinks it that's what I love no, about this it's no, it
1: made moonshine isn't it that's what it yeah. is he has the swim with bow-legged woman yeah. you know? all of that sort of stuff but, <laughs>
0: yeah. so I guess I guess yeah Carl Gottlieb must have been responsible for a lot of the comedy because yeah ben, there's no real humour in Benchley's book really no not at all no <laughs> Yeah, his to <laughs> So tell us, uh, summarise. What did Dreyfus say about Robert Shaw? what was what was the relationship there?
1: Well, he was a bully, wasn't he? That was mm. what the the out the outset of it all was. Mm. Uh, and constantly drinking,
2: mm.
1: and he was just throwing his weight about all the time. And, and and Dreyfus, in every interview you see, loves to tell the story.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> But I think Robert Shaw was very lovable as well. I think that's what Dreyfuss said. He could, he's just one of these people, you know, he said his, up. his ups were up and his downs were down.
1: And he was also respected because he was that old school actor and he had yeah. that classical training and, and all of that sort of stuff, you know, that history behind him. And Absolutely. don't forget these guys are a new Hollywood. These are a, easy rider, raging bully era, we're talking here. Yes, yes. But you've got a man that's appeared in Oscar-winning movies appeared mm. as a James Bond villain, you know, he's, he's going to have mm. some sort of like clout behind him.
0: I think he was a very dissatisfied person, because I read one autobiography, no, sorry, one biography, it was written by his agent, I don't know if you've mm. read that, but there's no, two out heard. there, mm. uh, it's fascinating stuff, but he really, uh, I think the alcohol really took over, because yeah. he died three, four years after this? It wasn't long after this at In all. In Ireland, wasn't no. it? Yeah. doesn't he's in the deep
1: isn't he which is the other Benchley thing about 78
0: yeah kind of son of Jaws isn't it in a, in a funny way kind of <laughs> yeah. or son of, son of Quint let's say he's some sort of treasure hunter or something yeah take him for ballast And now it's three men on a boat, but it's nothing to do with the three men on a boat story. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Something very different. (laughs) And there's Quint's mate, because, again, there was a deleted scene where he... he, Well, he he appears
1: at the council office, doesn't he, with the dog at the beginning. He's on the blackboard, yeah.
0: But there's also a scene where he says, I'm not going on the boat, and Quint essentially fires him. (laughs) And, again, it's this thing where you don't need the drama. We don't need the drama of Quint and his mate. Exactly. Just...
2: square wanted to be a harpooner or a sword fisherman. They got you a portable shower a monkey cage.
0: Anti-shark cage. Anti-shark cage. You go inside the cage. Cage goes in the water.
2: You go in the water.
0: Shark's sure. in the water.
2: Our shark. Farewell and ado to you fair Spanish ladies
1: the difference between the three here you've got the grizzled old like mariner there right? hmm. you've got the educated you know the, the, the guy that got all the education about what's you know what being a you know an oceanographer is, is all about yeah And then you see Brody in in his his yellow Southwest, or he's always a blue one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just his rubbers. You know, Lorraine Gary has just got out and bought that this morning very quickly for
0: him. Yeah, just (laughs) fussing about have you got your dravamine? Have you got your medication? Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) And I think Lorraine Gary was intimidated by Shaw as well. I think Shaw is a drunk. Uh, rather like John Island as a drunk in fact yeah. uh, quite a different animal probably very lovable yeah. when he wasn't drunk very competitive as well we know
1: yeah it's, it's, that, it's that Oliver Reed era isn't it it's that Richard Harris all those guys that are no longer about anymore you
0: know
1: it's mm. the world of less interesting place without them I think
0: yeah I think there's so many drinkers it's all there. Uh, all uh Mineral water now, is that? that's it. Yes,
2: there's a little
1: round the side. Come on, Chief, this is a boy scout
2: picnic. See, you got your rubbers. Here lies the body of Mary Lee. Died at the age of 103. For 15 years, she kept her virginity.
0: Not a bad record for this vicinity. That was from a gravestone in Ireland. You found that?
1: I remember watching this for the first time on the TV, like Network Premier, and those little quips that Quint does you know, here's the swimmer with bow legged women, all of them. my old man was just in bits laughing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they are great, yeah. At this point, I would just like to say that uh, I'm a person who has a lot of recurring dreams. And I was telling you this the other day. I have had in my life 20 to 25 recurring dreams of Brodie, Quint, and Hooper on the boat. Are you on the boat with them? No, I'm not, no. <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm never clear whether I'm watching the film. Yeah. Because it all looks completely different. Okay. The three of them on a boat is mostly around Quint's death. Yeah. It's so bizarre, but it, it, I've had 25 different versions.
1: I say, it doesn't play out the story. It's different versions of the story or yeah. different stories completely.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, uh, my dream world would, uh, <laughs> both during the day and at night, but now it's another story. Ooh, if there's any but dream no, analysts out there, you know, I'd love to know what all that's about. Well, I'm going to get one of them on my podcast, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to get them to analyze please, my yeah, dreams. Please,
1: please get them to have a listen to that. So,
0: listeners, if you do have a beer, oh, too late. <laughs> Quince beating you to it. Uh, another. Notice the foam on his, uh, yep. his mouth there, and then and great bit again. of comedy. Again. Brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you need this in this last forty-five minutes. You need a bit of levity, yeah. a bit of tension. Lift. And
0: they just got that balance just right. Like I say, later Spielberg, a bit too buddy buddy mm. for my liking. But although, of course, he's ch- after Schindler. Of course, he changed again and because made did, Munich yeah. and all those. Expensive gear you but um here, Mr. Know yellow flag there <laughs> it's,
1: uh, yeah and the yellow <laughs> barrels mate you know it's <laughs>
0: and the compressed air tank of course yeah, foreshadowing of course again
1: there. yeah, yeah. yeah. see this is the thing as well we don't realize that what he's got wrapped around that fishing reel is piano wire yeah because of that deleted scene yeah
0: you? Now, I was in the Cubs and learned oh. a few knots, but <laughs> never learned what it's fun. But he's got that sort of salty sea dog, you know, little brownie all comes out of yeah. the cage. He's got that going, hasn't That's he? That's
1: how he learned to do it when he was five or something.
0: Yeah. So they they do this thing. It's like technology, it's like working class versus Hooper's upper class. Mm. You've got technology versus old school, but it's not too on the nose, it's just subtle enough. Exactly it's not too subtle to be honest but, but this is not a psychological drama you know it's, no. a, it's an action adventure
1: yeah, and he's experienced enough to know does that mean anything is it what I think it might be yeah not going to take any chances here we go clip myself in <laughs> that's when you know there's something there when you know he's just dead quiet all this is going on behind him
0: and well timed he gets the knot right yeah because right? it's different from Ahab isn't it you know yeah well, Moby Dick. Ahab. yeah yeah. yeah I I'd, I'd never really because t- I didn't really know Moby Dick I, I'd seen the film actually I think mm. sometime when I was a teenager yeah I never clicked exactly how similar it is but it's not it's not the same it's different no
1: with, with Ahab it's revenge for taking his leg isn't it yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah I mean this is revenge but it's revenge on Brody's part yeah get me. but obviously when we get to the famous speech we'll talk about that later
1: yeah
0: Robert Shaw was apparently terribly seasick when they did this and it took all the strength he had to shout at Hooper
2: oh right
0: okay. yeah like really seasick again Dreyfus everything he says is exaggerated <laughs> he's like making out like Robert Shaw couldn't move or, <laughs> uh, so take that with a pinch of salt
1: that's the thing because that's the only recollections we get because unfortunately poor old is not no lo- lo- longer with us and we don't you know see too many interviews about Jaws with him and Spielberg yeah. doesn't do that many in relation to Dreyfus Dreyfus you know mm. talk about Jaws at the drop of a hat most yeah. of the time
0: yeah yeah Roy Scheider I think he talked a bit on the the Lauren Buzerai is, is the 20th anniversary one the two yeah. hour one yeah talked a bit um the Robert you see there the water is that, that looks like it was filmed months later somewhere cold see? yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you got blue changes.
1: skies but very cold looking water yeah yeah Yeah, see, look, there's, there's like the foggy cloud almost there. Mm. But then when they switch the camera around, it's sunshine. It's
0: all in the eyes he's with Robert Shaw. Sure. Yeah. Well, you can sometimes they're glazed, <laughs> of course. That's
1: what I'm saying, is it because of the <laughs> amount of alcohol he's got? Yeah. Had, you know?
0: Yeah. Keep I think he used to have a... Someone used to pick him up at the harbour or something at five in the morning. Yeah. And he'd already be having a top of oh, yeah, um, Wild turkey was his tipple. That was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, for those who've never seen the making of this, I mean, you, your mind will be absolutely blown. It's a miracle this is even... Here, I think. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's the, the whole thing with the shark is is the main issue, isn't it?
0: Mm. Well, no, also cuz the ocean of course never stays the same, does it?
1: No, of course, but you know that yeah. the whole thing about not seeing the shark wasn't planned.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll know of course these stories of like they'd be they'd be shoot like with that rod fantastic um there'd be like a, a regatta would go by it, it, would take, it would take an hour for them to, for get, to go
1: past the horizon past maybe. the shot yeah
0: and then the and then they'd say well is it quicker to rotate everything 90 degrees and do it from that angle oh amazing can't imagine the stress and of course they didn't know if it's going to be successful this could have been a complete dud because it didn't have any stars, didn't have Paul, Yeah, these guys are well known, but they're not Paul Newman and Robert Redford. This is
1: made on the back of a hugely successful paperback, that one particular summer. Right, yeah. That's, that's the whole reason this was made. Right. It's huge paperback, let's buy the rights to it.
0: Yeah, because one of the producers' wife uh, worked, was a reviewer for one of the magazines, Vanity Fair, perhaps, one of Yeah, those. something like that, I think. She yeah. reviewed it and someone said, might make a good film.
1: Yeah, might make
0: a good. Effect. Yeah. We <laughs> get the comedy. <laughs> so, do you think Robert Shaw intimidated Dreyfus for the role, or because he was jealous because he was a young guy? I don't know, a bit of both.
1: Are there any reports of Robert Shaw behaving like that on any other movie?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. To be honest, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's is it something
1: point. that Dreyfus has exaggerated or was it something that Robert Shaw took particular delight in doing because he is new Hollywood. You know, that's the thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I've, I've got you. You know, it's, I'm not going to let this go.
0: Yeah, you're right, because I've never... yeah. On the, sting, think... on the Sting, you never hear of him intimidating Robert Redford. I mean, you think no. Robert Redford's a young, very attractive Same's guy. Same sort of thing, yeah. Exactly. I mean, Dreyfus isn't, yeah, I'm not saying he's not good looking. But, but then not, again, you know. this
1: is one of those movies that the, the history of the background of the making of is so well documented because he yeah. is so well loved by people like you and I. Yeah. That we get these backstories. I mean, I'm sure there are a thousand backstories of The Sting. And there might be some intimidation, but we've just never been aware of it, mate. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love that aerial shot, by the way. That's brilliant
1: when it looks straight down on the boat, yeah.
0: Yeah. And here, just fantastic because you get the sort of comedy
1: line. Again, lulled into that false sense of security now. It's like
0: nothing's going to happen here. Yeah. And that look on, I would have given. Scheider and Oscar nomination just yeah, for that. This is on one his of face. the most
1: famous two minutes of uh, movie <laughs> oh, history.
0: Sure. The, the whole angle there is brilliant. Here we go, and that looks pretty good to me. Yeah, we always noticed a bit of chum went on the shark's head as well. <laughs> <laughs> but then on different versions, the mm-hmm. the angle is slightly different. I never realised this, but I had a DVD where you didn't see that, and it was is weird. it because
1: it wasn't in widescreen.
0: Possibly, yeah. Might maybe. have been panned
1: and scanned or something. You never
0: could. I remember it on TV. I love this bit as well. Look at the way Robert Shaw looks out. Yeah. Yeah, very intense guy. I think. Mm.
2: Shut off that engine.
0: Because
1: even at this point, he can't believe the size of it. It's like I'm not sure, but I think that's the biggest fish I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Yeah, that looks not bad. No, that's fine. That's, yeah. th- that part is absolutely fine.
0: Yeah. Of course, fine. when we've done podcasts before, we've all said, you know, people didn't expect you to have video recorders and podcasts no. and audio commentaries. That's it. That would have just passed, you know, it's just, you're just there in the moment in the cinema. How do
1: we handle this? How do we handle this? All one so
0: it's realistic enough. I think towards the end. Mm.
1: Yeah, but don't forget, you know, we hadn't seen anything like this before. Before it was mm. all plasticine Ray Harryhausen type stop motion stuff before, you know. We, we wouldn't yeah. have had anything like this to, to you know, to judge the quality against.
0: Steven Spielberg's voice. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think the closest we ever got to this was the giant squid in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea with Kirk Douglas back oh, in yeah. the 50s, you know. <laughs>
0: Well, how much of the whale would you see in Moby Dick? I can't even remember.
1: You oh it does jump him? out of the water at one point, I'm oh, sure it, it no, does, no. yeah.
0: I bet that didn't look, look no, at no. that lovely no. summer's day there, isn't it?
1: Can you go to the
2: end of the pulpit, please. Oh, Can you please go to the end? And
1: it's this whole pursuit that comes up in a second that is the best part of the John Williams score. You know, if one loves the da 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 all that lot. Yeah. But that, that pursuit bit is is the best part of the score for me.
0: Yeah, it's that the music and the and the, the music cues and the visual mm. I love this bit as well, that Brody tries to escape. Brody's just so scared shitless. The other two look a bit kind of turned on almost. You know? Of course they are. It's the biggest yeah.
1: You also get a good sense of how small that boat actually is with the three of them standing there together yeah, yeah. as well.
0: And Hooper's Mister technology. He goes down to get his... Uh, whatever that thing is he's got the fish oh, finder oh he's got the
1: uh, yeah the fish finder yeah yeah and, and my favourite bit sort of in relation from this to Jaws 2 mm. is there's a scene in Jaws 2 where Brody goes in through his front door mm. and sitting outside his front door is one of those yellow barrels full of plants
0: oh wow have
1: you not noticed that have you never seen that before
0: I don't know I don't think so no
1: yeah you know they, they at the end they obviously go back floating on the barrels yeah he uses the barrels as plant pots oh. in Jaws
0: 2 they're outside his front garden I might watch Jaws 2 again yeah you <laughs> see the contrast there lovely yeah breeze. it's
1: a bright sunny day now look. Yeah, yeah but
0: they did their, I mean yeah they did their best
1: <laughs> but I, I don't take any notice of that because you get so lost in the moment in this particular that's sequence that's it yeah
0: you're sucked into the story
1: there is no problems with the special effects up to this point at all, mate, as far Mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. And that just makes it look even better, just watching that yellow barrel go flying through the water. Mm.
0: I'd never heard of this idea of barrels. I mean, I'm sure it was a thing before Jaws, but...
1: It made me wonder, yeah, did Spielberg sort of come up with that? Because, like, we haven't got the shark. Yeah. How do we visualise the shark going through the water? I know, perhaps we can, like, harpoon barrels into it. Must be a thing.
0: I think it was a thing, but then obviously they used it,
1: yeah, to their advantage, basically. Sure.
0: Yeah. Now looking into the camera, is great. <laughs> it's just such a tricky thing to have an actor look in the camera. That. You don't want to throw them out. Yeah, and that I love
1: that particular shot. Yeah, of Quinn on the edge of the boat there. Yeah. I had that as a screensaver A little bit, bit of trivia them.
0: here, this is not the three actors Right, I yeah, believe that yeah, This was the yeah. very last shot of Werner Fields The editor directed this Thanks to Jamie Benning for that <laughs> <laughs> The filmumentary guy
1: But that, I just love that shot We've
2: got one barrel on him So we stay out here till we find him again Yeah but we can radio in and get a
0: bigger boat on still on
1: about the bigger <laughs> <laughs> boat
0: That was Roy Scheider's line Wasn't it
1: that is marvellous and that is just beautiful cinematography so what do we say about this speech <laughs> everything's been said about this speech mate
0: mm. it was written by about three or four different people in the end wasn't who it?
1: knows was it John Milius was it Robert Shaw was it Spielberg was it uh, everybody's th- claimed it haven't they at some point
0: yeah there's a bit of Howard Sackler Mm. Uh, who has something to do... Was he The Great writer? Hope? Did he write that? don't know. Or Milius. Mm. Milius. was involved with Apocalypse Now a few years later. Yep. I know that. And Shaw definitely wrote some of it, and then Spielberg, I think, so.
1: Whoever wrote it doesn't matter. Mm. Because what you get is... Is it about 90 seconds to, like to a, two minutes almost of a monologue that is just captivating? mm
0: and watch Dreyfus's face I mean again that's not acting later on I mean when he's yeah. doing the speech yeah he's totally into it and of course it was done over two days and one Shaw was roaringly drunk yeah and was and rang up Spielberg at three in the morning and said oh did I make a complete fool of myself and he said oh don't worry we'll do it tomorrow in my third wife to Spielberg comes across as quite a a nice director. I don't know what he's like now. Maybe he's got more power, but
1: yeah, at the time, I suppose you know he doesn't want to put foot wrong, does he? Back in seventy four, seventy five, yeah.
0: I think I feel like he would be genuinely quite easy to work with in those days.
1: He comes across as a really nice guy, doesn't he? That's the thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now they bond like one. You know, one's the technology guy, one's the old school fisherman, but they both got (laughs) some (laughs) nice injuries there. And Brody's—is it an appendix guy? Brody's guy. Yeah,
1: he looks down and (laughs) he like, I'm not going to (laughs) bother.
0: Look at that food. (laughs) I'm going to drink to
1: your leg. (laughs) Look
0: at that food. I got
2: the creme de la creme right here. You notice
1: he's still tying knots as well at this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, they both look pissed. There.
0: Well, I think they were. Drink- I think in those days, they they would let them drink a bit, depending. I think nowadays, as I said, it's all a bit sanitised, isn't it? Yeah, you're It's weird nowadays. They can show more violence. There's more swearing. Yep. But then they won't let them do stuff like this. Yeah. Oh, it's a very good drunk acting. I mean, Robert Shaw's definitely drunk for some of this. There, just grabs his arm, so that's the US, mm.
1: and that's all you need to know. Because I know you know what that is.
0: Mm. Didn't know at the time, though. Mm. Didn't know. At all no, but later.
1: Dreyfus knows what that is. There. Mm.
0: Remember, he's got to do it all in an American accent as well. Of accent? course, yeah. It's so hard to get totally into it when you've got to imitate an accent. The but
1: then, if he wrote as much out of out this as, you know, is claimed, you know, it's, it's uh, going to be ingrained somewhere uh, in the uh, memory. In the world, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and this, <laughs> this man ain't no, like, newcomer to the acting business, is he, for God's yeah. yeah.
0: sake, you know?
1: Do you think they realised at the time how impactful this particular monologue would would be in the future? How I've, how revered it's it's become?
0: Probably not. I mean, I think they were they were all like they found it breathtaking at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard to know, isn't it? I, mean, I, I just don't think they were sure the film was going to be
1: no but it is a bit of magic though isn't it I mean I know we're talking over it which is a bit disrespectful but (laughs) it's a commentary at the end of that unfortunately so we can't you know just play this back properly Um, but it is a bit of cinema magic mate.
0: well at least it's available isn't it even if people don't have the film (laughs) you can surely watch this scene again all in the eyes
1: So he's got that technical detail from somewhere as well mm. to have known that that's what happens in the shark
2: attack.
0: Quite long as well, because as we were saying, there's, there's no fat on this film. Not to say that this is that, but... It's by far the longest... Sort of single speech, isn't it? Yeah, the single, single yeah, even static little scene. Yeah, Richard Dreyfuss is well into it. He seems different without his glasses as well. Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he looks sort of less bookish and less <laughs> and technical. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if nowadays they'd expect audiences yeah. to get bored. Yeah, would they put
1: in something like this in a modern movie? You know, that's a big risk, isn't it? Yeah. Because we've had quite a hefty action sequence leading up to this. Hmm. But then it proves to be the perfect break for the last... I know we said this is a film of two halves, not three acts, but Hmm. we are going into the third act after this, aren't we? I guess so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you ever notice on TV they 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 would cut bits out of this speech? No, no, the whole oh. of the whole film. <laughs> yeah, because cause the first time I ever got a VCR, yeah, um, I was yeah it, in a, in a funny way it killed the film for me because then I just watched it every day for the next six yeah, months. Yeah. sort of killed it in a way because, like I said earlier, you know you'd have to wait two or three years for it to come on TV, and oh, it was yeah. such a buzz when it came on yeah. TV that you're never going to get that anymore, unfortunately. No, that's it. It's everything <laughs> so readily available now, yeah. Yeah. But they definitely cut bits, because the one I watched had nauseam.
1: Yeah.
0: When it was on BBC, it was about 10 minutes longer. And I'll give you an example. They cut the whole bit where they go back on the on the deck in a minute. Really? Yeah, honestly.
1: I'll tell you why. because it's two hours, four minutes long. Mm. Originally, ITV had the network premiere and I think they had it for like se- the first seven screenings or something like oh, that. Right, yeah. Um, back then, ITV had news at 10 and what oh. they would probably do was start this at 8 o'clock, take out the ad breaks, you've got a two-hour, four-minute movie, you've got to trim a little bit somewhere in there, haven't you? I suppose yeah. Would that have been the reason? I don't know.
0: Because weirdly enough, I can still remember the bits they trimmed.
1: <laughs> yeah, is it, it it's weird that, you know, you the, as teenagers in the 80s or whatever you know you've got versions that you're familiar with yeah that when you watch them as like official DVD Blu-ray versions or whatever it's like well where did that come from you know yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm aware of before look
0: at that slop they're eating by the way <laughs> <laughs> got some beer that's probably
1: here. one of cans isn't it <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> is that showing me the way to go home is that a well known song yes yeah. was it do you know where it came from?
1: I, I could tell you Max Bygraves has sung it a few times in uh, the past, mate.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, you never imagined Max Bygraves would get mentioned, did you? <laughs> yeah, oh, we we, we certainly
1: sung it at a few family parties in the past, mate, I know that. Yeah, we used to sing it at school
0: <laughs> because of this film. Ah, uh, no, no. When we went a... on school trips on the way home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cheers.
2: Put
0: out the pilot. Well, you notice as well, sort of, from maybe here onwards, Brody kind of comes into his own, gets into it a bit. Yeah. He doesn't look um, quite as... It, the, the cop
1: comes out, you know, the, the New York cop comes out, I think, now. It's, it's a case of, right, well, I'm in a, a situation that I would have faced in, you know, New York now. That's, I've got to live
0: on my wits. Exactly, here. yeah. Because he's not, that's the thing, he's not green, is he? He's, not, mm, he's no. seen a bit of, like... He, He's, he's arguably seen more of life than these two yeah he?
1: but he's just out of his depth in the environment isn't he because he's exactly. just not used to being on the water yeah so I
0: mean if you put Quint in the middle of New York it'd be a difference yeah <laughs> it did, it did.
1: that would have been a good Taranel uh, <laughs> film wouldn't it a bit like Crocodile Dundee <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah in this ITV one mm. there was none of this oh,
1: all of this
0: sequence remember, really yeah I can't yeah. remember where it ended but they went directly
1: and there's the shooting the shoot- star. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's two, in fact. There's two. There's another one coming up now. Why have I missed I'm that? I'm sure
1: there's another one, yeah.
0: Quint's doing his- There we go. There's the second one. Yeah, I think Spielberg saw a shooting star or something when he was a kid. So he that was obviously a complete well, accident. It wasn't
1: one of them an accident? It was filmed and he didn't realise until he saw The Rushes and then he made the decision to include it in yeah. most of his movies afterwards or something. Is yeah, that right? a-
0: something like that now they could CGI it but that was a real shooting star where did Brody get the cut on his uh, forehead um,
1: he says to him earlier there's a cut on your head chief That's
0: oh right, right. Um, so Brody's kind of learning now he's learning how to steer the boat and by the end he's almost bossing them around <laughs> yeah
2: what do you say chief the barrel is up it's right
1: in the start. yeah sort of coming into his own now as you say it's, it's it's the instincts it's the stuff that he knows mm. the, the fear of the water is still there but at the same time like, the element of survival comes into this now
0: yeah I think towards the end they're all afraid <laughs> even if you're a fisherman yeah
1: like I say this is a very small <laughs> boat <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
0: I don't know if you know but there have been sharks of like 25 feet uh, do they exist or possibly not I don't know do
1: you know what I think this was a bit of an exaggeration right I right. think since then they may have found something of that
0: size right we'll talk later about the cage when we get to that yeah uh, used a couple of techniques so I was, when I was a kid I was just thinking blimey why are they they're so close to the water yeah it's so like, you,
1: this is really nail biting stuff look yeah
0: here here yeah as I said doesn't matter because you know we're, we're 40 years after if you love the movie the fact, as much as we do <laughs> you can forgive overlook, it overlook
1: yeah 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 and I don't I don't care that it doesn't look real mate. you know there's been talk over the years of CGIing over the top of that
0: yeah well people yeah well my friend used to say uh, you know you go into the cinema to watch a horror film yeah which part of that's real <laughs> here in a fucking cinema <laughs> <laughs> what's realism got to do with it really this is great as well (laughs) to hear Brody see
2: he's
0: just as angry surprised no one had the idea of like doing Brody the New York yes yeah, some sort of prequel
1: oh a bit like they did Prime Suspect 1973 or whatever right, it was right, when they yeah. went back inside
0: <laughs> this musical cue is a big favourite of yeah. mine as well is this where we go into the triumphant bit isn't
1: it it's, it's, they get a barrel in it again and they chase it I'm sure they do oh, they might even get two in it now
0: yeah Yeah, the more I think of it I mean, great film without the music but I suppose you could say a thing about Star Wars or That's what I'm saying Spiel-
1: Spielberg and Williams go together hand in hand
0: mm. I mean, imagine Psycho without that score Yeah Difficult So yeah, I mean this See is that, that's almost
1: like <laughs> very E.T. like as well You can always recognise a John Williams score same as you can always sort of spot a John Barry or someone like that You know? Yeah They have their own specific techniques and their own favourite instruments
0: yeah brilliant absolutely love it Mm. and watch here Brody gets a bit worried and then there's a shot of him and he gets well into it I think this is the point where he's kind of getting into it (laughs) it's
1: the point where he thinks we could actually (laughs) win here
0: yeah and this is even quite exciting.
1: Yeah, you know, we've got a barrel in it. We're chasing it. We're at the same speed. We're going to get another one in a minute, hopefully. You know, he's like, do you know what Quint knows his stuff?
0: Yeah, he might be a, a bit of a fruitcake. But yeah, he knows his stuff. And the angle there, I love that. That is great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: There
0: he you knows. go.
1: <laughs> Look of like we've got this.
0: <laughs> I'm into this. This is more fun than sitting in <laughs> <people's. laughs> and they're all into it. Did John Williams win for this? Must have done, didn't
1: he? Oh, we will double check on that in a second, mate. Yeah, I'm we will. Sure. We will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he did, but we'll have a look.
0: Hey, one for sound, but not yeah. Yeah, yeah. I there, think was, won a, for there was something, in sound. wasn't it? Like yeah, yeah. because uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this but Robert Shaw has actually presented the Oscars the year this was oh was he, he was he actually <laughs> yeah you could see him he doesn't look very com- he doesn't look very comfortable I don't think that was really his right, thing I don't think he liked that whole Hollywood thing did nah, he nah I think he's more of a writer he, he's more of a solitary kind of guy yeah. writer <laughs> I always thought there's a tiny bit of a lull here but then it makes like the end part even more interesting
1: again it's that that feeling of like you know you you can take the breather you can relax yeah. a little bit because hold on to your hold on to your hats guys it's going to get even more of a bumpy ride you know yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean from the cage onwards when we used to watch as a family we always thought there was a sort of Brody and Hooper are a tiny bit bumbling. You know, this yeah. bit where they get... Hooper gets caught up in the rope. That's the way we always used to... Because we used to laugh at it, you know, we thought it's. I used to be scared witless when I was a oh, kid.
1: Oh, the, the cage bit. Is, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But what's here? Like, we always thought of oh, Brody and Hooper is a bit kind of... Uh, Lauren almost? Yeah, <laughs> Cops I was going say, but something like that, yeah. <laughs> so what genre... Would you call this horror then or would you call it Action Adventure? No, I mean some
1: people do class it as a horror. Mm. Um, It's almost unique. It's drama, it's thriller, it's it's a great feature film at the end of the day. Who knows? I don't know how you'd actually define this. I
0: think Carl Carl Gottlieb called it Action Adventure. Yeah. that's, That's what they were going for. Here
2: we go. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that boat's pretty old as well as being. Oh, he's used for 20 small... years or
1: so, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, John Williams won Best Original Score at the Oscars for Jaws.
0: Oh, he did, right?
1: But obviously, it was the year of Cuckoo's Nest, so they won the big four. They won director, picture, actor, yeah, Uh, actor and actress,
0: (laughs) director, writer, one writer as well. So they won sound, score, and editing, was it? (laughs) it Uh,
1: Editing for Werner Fields, yeah. Yeah. A score for John Williams. I don't think they got writing. Um, no.
0: Wasn't even nominated. No. I think I think there's there's always been a bias. I mean, comedies very very rarely get any Oscars, and I yeah. think something if it is classed as action adventure, they probably don't take the writing seriously. That's, that's the thing. That's, I
1: mean the 60s was quite unique in hollywood history that four musicals won best picture in the 60s um and it's this real transition period that we always talk about mate when we're chatting about from old hollywood to new hollywood that late sort of 67 68 going on into the 70s yeah where the studio system is collapsing and you know guys like Coppler And you know We we talk about this You know The Raging Bull period Yeah Um But it's weird Because comedies Very rarely get a nod Musicals very rarely Get a nod now Mm. You know La La Land And sort of Chicago Probably sort of Springs to mind
0: Recently
1: Then again Chicago That's 20 years ago When you think about it Yeah Um comedies That's Annie Hall you know in the 70s probably the last great comedy to win Best Picture don't know is it? yeah I
0: suppose that was I suppose that had a bit of drama to it wasn't it? it wasn't pure comedy um yeah just for the listeners at the end we will talk about our film podcast so Scott and I have worked together quite a few times mm. and we talk about this um Easy Riders Raging Bulls because it was actually a book by Peter Biskind yeah and it was a time from roughly... I'd say it's from about Bonnie and Clyde to about Raging Bull. I could be Heaven's Gate, I'd say. Is Heaven's Gate, 1980, yeah. We that was the one, remember, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um Just this time of... Sometimes they call it New Hollywood, Hollywood New yeah. Wave, where, like I say the, it was the first sort of flush yeah, of film year. school yeah. graduates. You yeah, know,
1: so basically, yeah. Spielberg,
0: yeah. Coppola, Lucas, Scorsese, De Palma, etc. Um yeah, I mean, I've just uh, discovered Flickchart. I'm sure some people listening have heard of that.
1: Oh, you are telling me about this the other
0: oh, night. And I've actually managed to rank all my films. It's about 1,450. And uh, so many of the top 30 or 40, predictably enough. There goes the shark again. Again, looking realistic enough. That's
1: fair enough, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's good when it's flowing through the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite seen. So When
1: it comes out of the water is the problem, yeah. yeah. Notice
0: the shore in the background. You can see there.
1: Yeah, they are very close, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But they do say that that we're leading the shark into shore, don't they? I think he says it now, yeah. Yeah, they go the shallows, yeah. So they get away with it there, yeah. Yeah, it was an amazing amazing time for films, uh, you know. You know, I mean, I love... There we go, very close to shore, in fact.
1: It was one of our favourite periods on the Stinking Balls podcast. You know, we, we kept going back to... Dog Day Afternoon, The Deer Hunter, you know, all of those great movies that, you know, really epitomise that 13, 14 year period. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, I don't know, I mean, it's it's the same with music, you know, there's always great music and there's always great films being made somewhere. But I feel like the 80s was, you know, obviously the corporations in a sense took over, you know, politically, film-wise. I
1: think the 80s was where the corporations took over the studios didn't they it was like you know ted turner and tnt and all that sort of stuff and even this to to a certain extent the beginning of this it was a universal picture it says an mca company you know there's this you know takeovers like corporate takeovers of the big studios
0: yeah well that's the ironic thing about this as we said you know guerrilla gonzo filmmaking Mm. but it was the first summer blockbuster but
1: it's still overseen wasn't it by Zanuck and those guys Zanuck and Brown you know it's yeah. still like at the heart of this
0: oh yeah I mean I'm not saying you know it wasn't made by indie mm. filmmakers by any means but it's got a certain spirit but then I mean, yeah. it's ushered in it's um, kind of like Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> you know it's, a, it's a, in its wake there's all these sort oh yes yeah. Im, you know imitations of concept albums
1: and, yeah. and we haven't mentioned this is the first genuine summer blockbuster yeah which led to movies being released July the 4th weekend or whatever it may have been. Mm. And it's a tradition that has carried on ever since.
0: Absolutely. It was also one of the first times that it was released to multiple scripts, multiple cinemas at the same time, like hundreds of them. Yep. Yeah, so it's just a huge film in every way, really. So, yeah, we've just uh, been talking about other stuff because it was a... Well, I wouldn't even call it a lull, really, but it wasn't really. That bad. wasn't a lull at all. That was the <laughs> <No. basic laughs> pursuit sequence. <eclipse. laughs> so the shark starts following them, yeah.
1: Yeah, we've lost the barrels now. It's okay. It's your turn, Mr. Hooper, sort of uh, thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll try your your newfangled <laughs> technology. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's three foot of water in the orca at the moment. Let's uh, <laughs> Let's see what you've got.
0: Yeah, this was cut out, what I was saying, when I watched it on ITV. Just and these little bits of The one-eye videos, yeah. yeah. yeah, And that as well, I remember, I'd never seen that.
1: Never seen the boat half sunk, yeah.
0: Yeah, Because uh, yeah. they had a second orca, didn't they? Yes, there was two boats, yeah. <gasps> this was just after they got sunk, because Dreyfus said Robert Shaw started to dress very neatly, and I always noticed that, how neatly with his top button done up.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's because he thinks, you know, there is a chance I could die here, so I've got to look my best. <laughs>
0: Yeah. so we're really kind of getting to the climax we've got two or three huge things about to happen here
1: just just when you thought you'd seen everything
0: (laughs) we'll talk about has Quint got Quint on his jacket he has hasn't he
1: has he got it written on there
0: you see when his hand goes down
1: there's oh, yeah, something on Quint. his yeah it's
0: definitely got QU there you got any better suggestions? so we get like another brilliant musical part here So they're setting the cage up
1: like a little montage sequence almost yeah. yeah
0: yeah they're like the equivalent of music videos <laughs>
1: so he's basically yeah, just like trying to disguise the passage of time a little bit
0: yeah but as we said earlier I always notice this Brody's kind of knows what to do now he knows how to set the cage up
1: yeah so i'm part of this team now it's three of us now that's the thing yeah he's got his
0: top off there for the ladies <laughs> <laughs> he's got his jeans on as well he hasn't got his rubbers on anymore <laughs> He's a compressed air another bit of foreshadowing there he's got his wetsuit probably talk about the filming of this bit because well,
1: quite... it was filmed in Australia wasn't it the um, mm. the cage sequence and <laughs> unbelievably or well probably not unbelievably but uh, did they use a midget to, uh, yeah Carl Rizzo Dray-
0: who was a jockey yeah <laughs> well they actually have um, they actually have um, a model for some of them like a yeah. little doll yeah for some of them obviously to accentuate the shark they had this guy Carl Rizzo and they said oh would you mind going into the in a cage with a massive shark, and he's like, "Well, I'm actually I'm a jockey. <laughs> um, I don't like the water." Um Have you seen Blue Water, White Death?
1: Yes, a long time ago. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, recommendation yeah. for the listeners. Yeah, there. proper proper um, vision of what actually goes on underwater. Yeah, it's oh, um, fantastic. But what actually happens here mm. okay, okay. genuinely happened, didn't it? There was a shark that attacked the cage, and then gets caught up. Yeah. In in the rope mechanism,
0: and then just goes mental. So, they, presumably, I don't know if you know, was Hooper into supposed to die? Perhaps he was, because he dies in the novel, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because like, th- they've got this footage that's been filmed halfway across the globe, you know, down in Australia. Yeah, and and, and who's actually decided that? Well, oh, do you know what? Actually, he could get away from this because the cage has been like thrashed to pieces.
0: Exactly. That's not, I like that's not that Richard we'll, Dreyfus, by the uh, way.
1: No, you can see in the eyes in that. Yeah, head, just
0: about, again, just about get away with it. If you're, if you're watching it for the first time, you wouldn't notice, would you? Um, so let's
1: see if we can talk through this. I mean, that is a, is that a real shark? Let's have a look. That's not
0: That one isn't. I'll tell you no. when it comes up.
1: That's not Dreyfus that, either.
0: That's a real shark. Yeah. There, there, that one. And it, you know, it does, they've got the it's size pretty. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, bad. Yeah. they got the size pretty good. That's a real shark not again, swimming there. away. Yeah, that's real. So when the shark attacks the cage, it goes absolutely mental. That's a real shark.
1: Yeah, this is the footage. It was a, a husband and wife team, wasn't it? Like yeah, wildlife. Ron and Valerie Top Taylor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they like, They were in this blue white, white death. That's where I knew him from, apart from this. Yeah. So again, it's almost like it all goes wrong. Like he, he, he gets rammed in a sec. Here we go. He loses some of his equipment. It, yeah, uh, this is funny. I think that's real as well. That's obviously real, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. And that I think that's either Carl Rizzo or that was even the, the model they had, but yeah, brilliantly done. It's the magic of cinema, isn't it? Of one, it is. one shots in Australia, one shots in a in someone's uh, swimming pool, you know.
1: I mean, as I get older, I'm a bit loathed to like peek behind the curtain sometimes and yeah. find out how these things are made, yeah. Um this one I'm quite like open to like finding out because I love the film so much I'd love to know how that happened and how this came apart um, uh, how this came about
0: when you know it's not going to spoil it for you that's the thing (laughs) when the film's got enough of a reputation in your mind
1: that's it and you've seen it so many times it really doesn't matter too much
0: we always say the two things you should never see being prepared are sausages and government policy (laughs) we could add uh, you know films to it (laughs) (laughs) I mean they're really they're taking a chance here because that shark has got very very close it's a bit unbelievable that yeah but what's to.
1: real and what's not here hang on it's, it's, it's very clever because I'm still trying to work out what's that's yeah, not <laughs> that's not no and this is definitely the real sequence. absolutely yeah. yeah
0: and that shark looks enormous yeah that's probably a good 18 feet probably jaws is supposed to be 25 not yeah. 20 23, 5 I just thought Dreyfus's hair is even the wrong colour. <laughs> this is
1: the real. There we go. This is the bit where it actually thrashes the the cage apart. Yeah. And
0: notice yeah. here, Brody's kind of bossing Quint about a bit. Come on, quick, quick,
1: quick, quick. Well, I don't think Quint cares if um, <laughs> Dreyfus lives or dies, does he? You know, right. he's, he's had his chance. He, he got killed. That's Quint's what he's final thinking. words.
0: Quint's final words. It's giving way.
1: And there we go. That's the final bit of the real sequence there, and the sharp swings away. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's see if Quid looks upset. Because obviously they think Hooper. Quint doesn't look too bothered. Brody looks genuinely quite upset. Here we go. This is the bit I was quite surprised for a PG. That, look, that doesn't look too that bad. That didn't look too bad. The long shot's not so good, but that that looks okay. Yeah. Look at that, wow.
1: As I say, there's a, a 10, 11 year old boy watching this for the first time, mm. uh, no, I was petrified by you. Well,
0: there's a great quote, I'll get to it right at the very end, but it was a great quote from Spielberg about how they actually killed a shark.
1: Mm. It's
0: a brilliant outtakes of Robert Shaw here, eh? With <laughs> a mouth full of blood. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that scream. Oof for a PG I don't know that's pretty uh, exactly
1: yeah this. how did they get away with a PG that's shocking
0: yeah. and then the blood in a minute if you watch that screaming I mean that's real uh, <laughs> that's pretty authentic <laughs> not to say that that happened but. so now we've got the you know the, the huge irony in a way we've got the the aquaphobia aquaphobic guy who's comp- who was completely out of his depth and he's the only one left now because he's the everyman at the end of the day, isn't he?
1: And that's the thing, he's, he's, he's very near to shore. Okay, so there's no reason for this shark to be attacking because he's eaten twice, apparently. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, why is it still hungry?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know, do sharks ever get full up? Who knows?
1: I <laughs> it's the whole revenge thing that you mentioned in yours for. Who knows? It's just a, a psychopathic shark
0: oh god you wonder how those films get made though <laughs> <laughs> how could anyone actually, do you think an audience would believe that a oh, shark you, would, would travel from America to the Caribbean I mean there's suspension of disbelief but.
1: but even this you know you get so caught up in it yeah you are willing to like not even take notice of what's going on you know, yeah realistically
0: yeah Well, I love as well watch Brody when he suddenly smiles when he's yeah. he's like I'm up for this oh, I'm sure. gonna do this yeah, yeah. I love it Oh, Rochard is so good. I would have at least have nominated him in a just world. <laughs> I always thought, is that what's that underneath? That looks like a shark under there, yeah, but it no, can't it's be. Debris or something. Right, right, right. And then we see the shark emerge with presumably pieces of quint. In. Yeah. <laughs> There's a compressed air tank. that flesh doesn't look very real but anyway we'll let them off <laughs> yeah you've just got the you know you've got the everyman who's Brody and of course this end is just wonderful yeah in Jaws 4 they intercut they? in Jaws 4 they they give the shark an electric shock or something that's it yeah. absolutely ridiculous <laughs> look at that well, fin
1: totally he gets electrocuted as well doesn't it
0: oh that's Jaws 2 yeah sorry there's some some weird sonar machine they use anyway I'm gonna let's not talk about Jaws (laughs) 4 yeah what a fantastic ending the music
1: one and one man against beast
0: yeah (laughs) look at that
1: now I don't know what the reaction would have been at the cinema Mm. in 1975 I love it but I know that the eight people that were sitting in my front room when we watched this on the TV in the early '80s, we cheered. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a bit like Rocky, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I remember all seeing Rocky. It was, yeah,
1: honestly, even my mum. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, This mu- I love this music. And here comes the sound effect. So that was used in Jewel, and it came from. It's not King Kong. Oh dear, which was it? Godzilla. came from from Godzilla they used it in Jewel, and they used it in Jaws because he realised that Jaws was kind of a parallel yeah yeah, Yeah. a parallel yeah exactly and
1: and Hooper's not dead
0: yeah and the way they the way they laugh at each other and then he says Quint and they oh I love it so good Adequate question. Is there no chance that there would have been real sharks when they're filming in the southern Atlantic? Surely, like doubt, warm water.
1: I doubt, I doubt it would have been a minimal risk.
0: I think so? Yeah. Don't know. Oh, this bit is so good. Got it. Just pitching it perfectly. Thank God they didn't have Quint popping out of the water I'm not dead We're coming out like Ben Gardner Oh God Yeah So we've reached the end Um, What we're going to do now uh, For listeners uh, who've been following along with the film You can leave us now We won't mind We won't get offended Uh, We hope you've enjoyed uh, our commentary up to this point as the credits are coming up, in case you are going to leave us, we're just going to talk quickly about our podcast. So I've got three, in fact, but uh, the, the relevant one is Film Gold. So, Scott, just tell us about your two film podcasts.
1: Uh, probably the most relevant one will be Stinking Paws, mm-hmm. which covers any other movie, everything, you know, Hollywood's golden age right through up to mm. yeah, modern age. Real Britannia, which is the British movie podcast, R W E L Britannia. Mm. Uh, stinking pause going for about eight years. Robert Tanya about four years. Yep, um, and others that we're not going to mention at the moment. But then, obviously, there's Anthony's podcast as well. So.
0: Yeah, film gold, and then I've got one called Glass Onion on John Lennon. Not exactly relevant, but hey, put it out there. Your but, stinking paws, pause, P A U S E. Yes, we'll, yeah, we'll put everything. We'll put everything in the show notes or the yeah. description box.
1: But what we're going to do? Literally, the credits are finishing now.
0: Hmm. So we'd like to say thanks for everyone who's followed along this far. If
1: you want to stick with us, I think we've probably got another 15, 20 minutes in us just chatting about stuff we've missed, basically, mate, didn't you?
0: Yeah. And a few things that tie in with the films that we've got here. Yeah. Uh, Weirdly enough, I never noticed you actually see obviously Brody and Hooper. They're just appearing there.
1: Oh yeah. No, that was always a big thing for me watching them appear. Yeah. (laughs) Always a big thing.
0: Great music. Love the opening, uh, the closing credits. So yeah, yeah, thanks everyone. And, um, see you later or see you in a minute alright so a bit of extra here we're just going to go through some things related to the film so uh, books to be honest I think we've already mentioned the novel haven't we and uh, the Jaws log
1: I've, I've reread the novel recently very mm. recently in the last year mm. and yes it's a page turner it's exactly what it was set out to be. eventually wrote it quite quickly. Yeah. And it just, you know, struck gold with being this summer blockbuster of like a pulp page-turning novel mm. in the mid-'70s that everybody had a copy of. And, of course, when you get something that is that popular in the written word, there's going to be a movie adaptation of it somewhere along the line. It still happens today. Sure. But looking back on it, having reread it, as I say, in the last 12 months,
0: not great yeah, it's not
1: good <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I don't know spoilers uh, don't listen if you don't, haven't read the book but uh, Quinn gets sort of tangled up in a rope It's it I must say there's
1: a lot of differences actually there is quite a, you know we haven't mentioned the differences between the novel and the, yeah. uh, and the film
0: I think we mentioned so Hooper and Ellen Brody have an affair I would say that the novels it's got a bit more I was going to say almost going to say a bit more bite <laughs> sorry a <laughs> bit more edge you've got this mafia element you know, because what we've just been watching mm. and commenting on is it, just a great yarn in a way. It's yeah. an action-adventure story mm. with some horror elements and some psychological elements. But, um yeah, so Brody finds out. Brody and Hooper basically hate each other. Yeah. Hooper dies. But then the end of it, essentially the shark just sort of runs out of steam and <laughs> just kind of, uh, <laughs> what happens? It Just as it's about to attack Brody, kind of just expires. It's,
1: it's not your typical Hollywood ending, is it? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The the thing I was going to say about the um the compressed air tank. I think Benchley said to Spielberg, "That's ridiculous. A shark wouldn't bite down." And Spielberg said, "If I've got them for two hours, they're going to believe it. They're going to believe it. That's
1: it. Yeah. Very famous quote from him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Love it. So it's suspension of disbelief. Yeah. As we were saying, you know, if you you weren't real life, you know, (laughs) why are you going into a dark room watching a film? Exactly. (laughs) You know. Alright, so yeah, books really, yeah, the Jaws log, as we said earlier, highly recommend it. Definitely the Bible. You've got a couple of other ones, um, Antonia Quirk, is that her name? I'm just looking here. And Nigel Andrews on Jaws, I had to flick through that. Yeah, that there's it's a good.
1: BFI one there, and yeah, mm. I mean there's, there's loads of stuff out there, I haven't got half of the stuff that's available at all, but yeah. the Jaws log is definitely the one that people turn to, because mm. Cole Gottlieb was there, yeah. you know. It, it depends how in depth you want to go, knowing the history. I, I would go room. very so, Yeah, <laughs> but the other stuff. I mean, I've just got a few books there. I mean, I've got one on the, the Indianapolis, and then there was, you know, there, there's talk. This was based on a real life event that happened in 1914, 15, or yeah, whatever, it was, New wasn't New it, on Long Island and... or New Jersey? Yeah, sure. You know, it's, it's, it's all relevant if you, you go into the the history of the the movie as much as we do. You know, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> How obsessive can one
0: person be, you know? Well, that's a great thing with these things. When you're into something, everything connected with it becomes interesting to you. The so Indianapolis you can...
1: story is absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it
0: is, yeah. 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 Dan Carlin's Hardcore History is a podcast yeah. I like. He did one about that. Yeah, he has like a sort of addendum series. So going uh, seamlessly from the, the Jaws log into um, documentaries, so wow. You've got a lot going on here. So, the first one really to mention is the one that was on the DVD. There's a cut version, but the, the real one's two hours. Yeah. 1995. There's a fellow called Laurent Bouzara who um, got himself a gig doing making odds. Since like every film that went out on <laughs> DVD. And, but this two hour documentary, I don't want to spoil too much of it because it's so recommended. You <sighs> oh, get all the yeah. Dreyfus stories, you get all the stories of the film
1: that's the one that really kicked it all off but then you get the BBC one
0: yeah in the teeth of Jaws in
1: the teeth of Jaws and you get the shark is still working that's right as well but we cannot recommend highly enough the filmumentary you've got to dig a little bit to find it yeah it's just if if you know a bit about Jaws it's just that's just added little punch isn't it to it you know yeah
0: Jamie Benning
1: yeah can't recommend and he does Star Wars he does Razor's Lost Ark a couple of other movies as well so definitely worth seeking out film your mentoring
0: yeah. yeah and then that BBC one in the teeth of Jaws quite similar to the Row, but you've got very
1: similar you some
0: great stories st- about um, yeah with Robert Shaw's drinking they would get people to someone would go with him for the first five drinks and try and match him and they were on the floor <laughs> they do, like yeah, do like a tag team yeah they do like a tag team to keep up with Robert Shaw so that's great I wanted to mention on YouTube there's a fantastic channel called Recut WTM and it's Jaws Recut and it's not so much Recut trailers because I'm sure you've seen uh, you know people have done trailers of taxi drivers oh they do comedy. they do a lot <laughs> Travis is a single man in the city looking for love <laughs> and there's one called Shining which is the Shining as a father and son bonding yeah, story and you've got one, yeah. Rocky and Apollo as a gay story and all that kind of thing <laughs> but this guy has made these ones which are like they're just like little stories and it's it, it tends to always be the second half Brody Quinton Hooper on the boat yeah Everything he takes is from the film. He hasn't added in. An oh any god, footage. no!
1: He's, he's real footage. Yeah, yeah. So
0: there's one that's called Hooper is drunk and useless, and it's, <laughs> uh, it's something whereby Hooper's drinking Quint's apricot brandy, and he's completely hammered. <laughs> and it's just so brilliant the way they do it. There's there's one called um, Nobody Listens to Quint's Tale. So you, you see Quint doing the Indianapolis, and by cleverly using shots of Brody and Hooper, and just not listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs>
2: <laughs> they can't be going to on and on <laughs> yeah yeah
0: quits going on and on they're like uh, yeah very funny what was the other thing um, yeah the sequels I think we've uh, we've talked about Jaws 2 we'd say that's okay
1: Jaws 2 is passable Jaws he's 2, got Shida, yeah. of course isn't he? yeah he's, he's totally acceptable as a sequel mm. can see why they did it okay it's never going to reach the heights of the mm. first one it, it was just a dumb thing then mm. you know it, you get a box office success people want to see more sure but then when you get to Jaws 3 I think the selling point of that was the 3D element of it which is absolutely absolutely pitiful you know some of the stuff that goes on there yeah and despite all its flaws of Jaws 4 for me personally because Michael Caine's in it you know that that lifts it up a notch yeah And, and I really totally ignore that whole like the shark is like you know Traveling from <laughs> half across, halfway across the world yeah. to like In exact Vendetta. its revenge. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad little movie when you ignore that part of it.
0: Is it yeah. so bad? It's good.
1: It's one. Even then, I don't think it's. I think people have just latched onto the fact that it's not a good movie. Right, right. Yeah,
0: right. it's got that reputation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think with Jaws 2, I think one podcast I was listening to said uh, they made a good move. They made the kids so annoying that you wanted them to be eaten. You wanted them to die, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's got enough of the magic. Again, I would have tried to get Richard Dreyfuss in, in on that. I think that would have worked well. Yeah. Actually, in Jaws 2, you get a bit more drama because Brody gets fired, and I like all that stuff. There's a great scene of him, again, he's drunk, doing some brilliant like understated drunk acting.
1: And again, it's all to do mm. with this, like, you know, local council and all that, because we still see some of those characters Absolutely. come back. So there is this continuation or the conti- continuity going through. Sure. And in that respect, it is a genuine sequel, you know. Yeah. It does seem to work in that case. Sometimes you get sequels that are just sequels in name, you know, with yeah. no real link to what's gone on before, so... No, I'm quite happy with Jaws 2, as I see. Jaws
0: 2 reasonable, yeah. Jaws yeah. 3, Jaws 4, you know, eh, worth watching if you've never seen them, I suppose. I've got here ripoffs, or not always ripoffs, but inspired by. Oh, definitely inspired by, I think we're going to go here. Yeah. yeah, what have we got? Um, Orca was the, Orca probably the first whale. one, wasn't it? Orca Killer Whale. Piranha was about 78, so that was fairly soon after.
1: Yeah, that was Joe Dante, wasn't it? Joe Dante, yeah.
0: I haven't seen that for years, but I remember was that was Ta- all right.
1: Wasn't there an Italian one called, like, Great White or something? I think it had, like, Franco Nero or somebody in it, and it was dubbed into you know English afterwards there's, there's loads of them there's so many yeah
0: there's Alligator as well
1: Alligator with Robert Forster that was 1980 that's a later entry yeah one yeah they
0: yeah, flush like the baby alligator don't yeah think, well, that's, you know? that's in that's the sewers it gets flattened yeah. up
1: doesn't it also based on the true story because there oh, was like rumours that alligators were living in New York sewers oh, yeah right. okay. I think there's a famous Hill Street Blues episode where that happens as well
0: um, what's the one with Samuel L. Jackson that I haven't seen
1: Oh, Deep Blue Sea.
0: Deep Blue Sea. Is which is a recent
1: day? sequel, actually. Is that any good? It's only good for there's one shock moment, like an unexpected death.
0: Okay.
1: So it's a very early era of CGI after Jurassic Park. Too. Right, right. So they use the fact that they've got this technology to create more realistic sharks, so to speak. It's okay. LL Cool J's in here. You know? It's just a really bizarre little snapshot of a, a, a shark movie from... Early 90s, I think it was. I can't even remember. Early 2000s, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like
0: that. One of the podcasts we did, I can't remember what film we were talking about. We were talking, I think we were comparing like The Night to Remember and Titanic. <laughs> yeah. And we were saying that um, Titanic had the advantage of the technology, but we think there's like a happy medium. There's like the best of both worlds, you know? Yeah. Of realism and, and CGI. So
1: if we could get that, you know, that perfect combination of yeah. the two. Yeah. I think we're
0: quite pleased Jaws hasn't been remade, are we? Or...
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there was talk on the 20th anniversary, or the twi- just after Jurassic Park came out, so it might have been... That would have been 20th. Yeah. yeah. And they thought, oh, we've got this technology now. Yeah. Let's CGI a shark over Bruce. And happily, that, you know, got knocked down quite quickly. You
0: know, I mean, call me a purist, but what we've just watched, I mean... It, it, it's not perfect in the sense that you can nitpick, but it's perfect in one sense. It's a perfect, perfect action it's perfect yeah. adventure story. Yeah. Absolutely, perfect mate. All right. And then the only the other thing was deleted scenes. So I think we've already mentioned a couple of these. Are there any that you think should or could have been in the film? Or? I've got a favourite.
1: Go on. Which is the piano wire.
0: Oh, yeah. Tell us so, about that, because we mentioned that. But and this us.
1: must have been designed to have been inserted just before Quint turns up at the council meeting and scrapes his fingernails down the blackboard. Yeah. And we see him pull up in a truck Mm -hmm. and he goes into the music store and there's this poor little kid trying to play a clarinet. Yeah. And I think it's owed to joy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) She's in one of the Beatles films, isn't
1: it? And he's a regular customer there and he goes in and he gets his piano wire and he's like, you know, if that was inserted in the film you'd be thinking, well, why is that guy buying... Mm. Piano wire, mm. and then it becomes obvious that that's what he uses to, you know, put on the fishing reels. I'd have loved for that to have been still there, but you know, the, if you look at the documentaries, there's alternative cuts of certain scenes. You look at like the photos that were taken on set, and you think, oh, was that included before? I mean, one of the big ones that wasn't included was when the guy in the pool, or, or the pond as they call it, the pond, gets, yeah. his, gets his leg bitten off. Yeah. there's a scene of him actually being taken in the jaws of the shark and, and pulled under the water. You know, Carrying
0: Brody's carry, son.
1: Yeah, carrying Brody's son, so we don't yeah. actually see that. But, as we said, two hours, four minutes, how much of a movie do you want?
0: Yeah,
1: We've got a perfect movie for me. Oh, so, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: perfect in, in what it is, mm-hmm. you know. I think the piano wire, I think if that had come before the, the blackboard, sorry for saying something so obvious, but the impact of the blackboard you know, As the I fingers said, on the blackboard, like you said, it just wouldn't have been the same, so Yeah.
1: Without that, he's the perfect introduction to a character. He's one of my favourite introductions of a movie character ever.
0: Yeah, I think what you could have done, this is I don't know if it was a trope then or it's certainly a trope now. You could have had the bit where you see his van and perhaps see him, a back shot of him walking in. That yeah. might have worked. Yeah. his little helper. Yeah. Because you're not seeing his face.
1: I think it's just this air of mystery, you know, you've got this really mm. great introduction of like Hang on a minute, who's this guy? Where's he? Because we've had no indication of him up to that point. Right. And it's like, yeah, mate, that's Robert Shaw. That's great. You know, yeah, I've got no problem with that whatsoever.
0: And of course, he was hot then, wasn't he? Because of the Sting. And and I suppose Penguin 2 3 wasn't a big film, but, although I love it, but Sting was a huge film. Yeah. Zanet Brown. All right, final thing before I let you go, let us go, let the audience go. Is there any, uh, meaning is there anything we can take from jaws does it teach us anything
1: uh... it just teaches us that you know despite all the pressures and the the problems that life may throw upon you you can still come up with something absolutely amazing
0: but you can rise above yourself exactly
1: and, and if you learn to adapt yeah because i'm sure i'm convinced to this day that that is not the movie that Spielberg intended to make.
0: Oh sure, I don't think so. I
1: think nature and fate stepped in yeah. with the fact that the mechanical shark didn't work and all these problems that are quite well documented. Sure. I think that Spielberg's original vision was completely different, and if he probably stuck to it, might not have become what we've got now, and I don't think he would have, you know, progressed to being the director we know and loved.
0: Yeah, very possibly not, yeah. I think it would have been a good monster film,
1: but it wouldn't have have that would have been one of those 70s... Oh, it's that shark film from the 70s. Oh, it's it's that Michael Caine disaster movie with the bees. You know, it's one of those... It would just be tucked away amongst that lot. I Um, forgot
0: about that. Would we say The the Swarm? The Swarm. (laughs) Inspired by... I mean, that is terrible. If you try and defend that, then... uh...
1: But that's what I'm thinking. It would get tucked away amongst those sort of disaster movies, almost. Oh
0: yeah, I suppose yeah, towering inferno and all those. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, massive rec- recommendation of the film Duel. If any, no people haven't great seen film. it. great film, really good. Yeah, and that's like only an hour. I think it's an hour, an hour. Hour 10. fifteen, I think. Hour because fifteen, it was,
1: right? You know, TV movie with adverts. You know, so
0: yeah, cut down to an hour fifteen or so. Yeah, Yeah. and um, you know, the famous line, which was Roy Scheider's line: yeah, "We're going to need a bigger boat." Carl Gottlieb said it's sort of a, a metaphor for the ins- insurmountable problems, but I think really that although the shark is, is in some ways the main character, I think the Brody story, the everyman story, out of his depth, adapting to his surroundings, I think it, it's actually quite inspiring.
1: It's my favourite part of the film when I look yeah. back at it now. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. it does play a central part of the whole story.
0: And I'm upset he didn't get an Oscar nomination, but he does. <laughs> I don't want to end on a negative note.
1: <laughs> Great movie. If you haven't seen it, bloody watch it. Uh,
0: yeah. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this, everybody, if you've uh, stuck with us on this extra part. And um, just one more time our, our film podcast, mine is Film Gold, and Scott's are The Stinking Paws, P A U S E, and Real, R W L Britannia. So, uh, final thank you to Scott.
1: Yep. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Absolutely fantastic afternoon. Lovely. All right.
0: And we may well do audio commentaries in the future. So all the best from us and goodbye. Cheers, boy.